What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk, and Xbox podcast episode number 93, presented by Save the Game Media. I'm your host, Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and today I'm joined by Mr. Physical Copy himself, Ethan. Buddy, how you doing? Man, I'm having a good day. I'm ready to talk about some video. I got some Italian food in my stomach. I'm ready to talk about some video games. Let's, Let's do it. go. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're having a good day. Uh, mine is is a warm day. It's it's blistering uh, here and everywhere around the globe. Uh, in the we'll world, see, yeah. We'll see. You know, uh, it's, a, it's a struggle not to have the fan blasting me in the face right now, but we're going to get through it. Tough it out, Kevin. Uh, if you are a video watcher, you will have seen two special guests on your screen. But for our audio listeners, we are joined by the co-hosts of the Friday Night Gamecast, where they bring you fun and thoughtful discourse around all things gaming. Nick, Will, welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to throw it over. How are you guys doing? Doing really well. Thank you so much for having us, both Kevin and Ethan. That's, uh, we, we love y'all's show and uh, love Xbox. And so we're really, really happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, very excited to be on. So we definitely appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, your show, for uh, anyone that's curious, uh, I actually enjoy quite a bit. I, I love your guys' banter. The last, uh, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but you had uh, you had an, it wasn't your normal intro. You kind of like put in a little like blooper take. It was hilarious. I was cracking up <laughs> so hard. Uh, so yeah, everyone, please go check them out. Their link is down in the description down below. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to have you guys here. If you like this podcast, though, we are live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time, usually around there, uh, right here on YouTube and Twitch. I always forget Twitch. We are live on Twitch as well. Hmm. If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning on all your favorite podcast services. And while you're over there, please drop us a rating or a review. We would love if you could hit the five stars on Spotify or Apple. We're closing in, I think. We're a few off of 40 and maybe on, on Apple and 30 nice. on Spotify. So if you guys can awesome. get us there, I'm not saying there might be a giveaway. Cough. <laughs> God of War. Cough. Ooh. Whoa. You know, an Xbox you know. classic. <laughs> well, for Save the Game Media. On behalf yeah. of Save the Game Media, maybe I can, maybe I can right, scrounge right, up yeah, some funds, yeah, all right, for our no limits to counterparts over there, all right? <laughs> uh, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it live here on the show. And if you want to interact with us more, like multiple people have done this week, come join the Discord. The link is in the description down below. And finally, if you want to support us further and get early access to all of our save the game media content like no limits frame by frame and i hate my friends head on over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that's right for you just like our current patreon supporters have done so thank you bucky blue hopple alpaca tom and our newest patron saz thank you all for your support we appreciate every single one of you that's all for housekeeping though guys so we're going to start with our uh warm-up questions as we do for our guests here. So I'm going to throw it over to Nick first, and then we'll go to Will. I want to know, what was your introduction to Xbox, and what is your favorite Xbox franchise? Why don't you go first, Will? <laughs> <laughs> he needs a second to think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as my intro to Xbox, I uh, started off, you know, taking it way back before Xbox a little bit. I was a big Nintendo, big Sony, had plenty of, plenty of like my Japanese uh, video games, and I was loving them a lot. And all of a sudden, one of my friends in elementary, he was like, hey, man, I got this great game called Halo. And I was like, 
what's Halo? What are you talking about? So that was honestly my intro to Xbox was playing Halo um, on the original Xbox with him. We would just stay up till like three in the morning playing random custom matches, oh. uh, just running through legendary and of course being kids we were horrible so <laughs> trying to play legendary single player and just getting wrecked completely i still remember getting so close to like the end and getting swarmed by flood um i think it was the very last level that was um what a good feel, what a good mission right yeah but like you, you start off and like you go back into the pillar of autumn i think maybe it was called pillar of autumn i think like it you, is yeah yeah you go back into the pillar of autumn at the very end and you're just covered in flood and we would just get killed on legendary by the little poppers because they touch you three times and, and you die. yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so just and it was oh, great because as we were kids we weren't sweaty yet so we were having fun dying over and yeah. over it was a good time <laughs> um so that was my first intro to xbox and honestly i've been in the ecosystem ever since so I still, you know, I have a PlayStation 5, um, but I had to very quickly after that get my Series X, and I've really just been stuck on Xbox. So it's a nice near and dear place to my heart. I've had every console. I've had like five Xbox 360s because we all know they broke down whenever you looked at them. <laughs> um, but I, I've definitely stuck through ever since. As far as my overall favorite franchise, I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe it was Halo. But if I'm being honest, my time playing Gears on the 360 days from like one, two, and three. I think those are probably some of my most cherished memories right next to playing Halo 2. So I just love the whole Gears franchise as a whole, even with more recent ones not really gaining my attention. I'm always like in the back of my mind, Gears just needs one good game. And they're coming <laughs> back, baby. They're back on top. <laughs> I, Gears I, 3 I, Horde mode with the buddies. Oh, oh that was, man, that that was crazy. Gears, Gears 3 was peak. Gears 3 was definitely peak. <laughs> was peak. Yeah, you was. didn't know what we had when we At had that it. time. <laughs> I, I, was, I think all the Gears games are pretty good. I actually pretty heard good, this yeah. argument. If you look at Gears franchise as a whole, mm -hmm. it might be better than the Halo franchise as a whole, right? Because Halo 4 or 5 and then Infinite's having some issues. Yeah. But like all the Gears games are good. Like yeah. the, the first three are really good. But 4 really and 5 good. are still good. You can't say that about Halo. 4 and 5 aren't very good of Halo, right? <laughs> yeah. But you're not you're not talking about Reach or ODST though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. boy. And that if you bring in the side missions too, it's like Reach and ODST are both really good. And then Judgment is like, Okay, mm, good, call, good, <laughs> good call. But here's tactics, though. Underrated gem. I, will I do say. have to get into that. You know, that's I like Halo so I'm, Wars I'm more than Gears Tactics. Oh, I don't know okay. if that's I a hot take or not. That's another debate. That's a whole topic, right? Yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Good choices. You, we actually don't get many people to say Halo when I ask this question. So, I the fact that you went with Gears does not surprise me. I don't think you know. We all think Halo is going to be everyone's answer, but it never is, and that's a that's always surprising to me. But but uh, Nick, why don't you uh, why don't you go, man? Absolutely. So, you know, I, I feel like it's a little bit of a two parter. Like that time in my life when Xbox first came on the scene for gaming, like I didn't have like as much access to video games. I think I had that two very slim uh, PlayStation Two at that point oh, yeah. in time. It was the really tiny one, and I was really into it and everything. And I think the first time that I was actually introduced to Xbox is I went over to uh, my cousin's house and he was playing Battlefield One. 
on it and i was looking at it and i saw him i saw him playing it and going through those different levels as that clone trooper and everything and i was just immediately struck as a star wars fan i was like i gotta i gotta get into this and then it kind of goes from there and he had like a couple of like uh like armor wars or like there were a couple of like gundam style games that he had but the one the one thing that of course like is ingrained in my formative memory uh for gaming was when we were playing um like competitive like co-op on the original halo combat evolved and especially like when we would go to blood gulch just 1v1 each other and he would murder me over and over and over again like and it was also like that point in time like realizing how crazy like video game development had come from there even as a kid i recognized it like the physics in that game were like game changing like for the entire mm -hmm. industry at the time like seeing the warthog flip endo over end as it's coming to me and it crushes me against the opposing base like it was it was classic classic and so definitely halo and battlefield like those two games right there was like made me pop out and like that that original duke controller i think uh brian and ryan they like they had a question they were like what are your favorite controllers and i have to say like i've always had larger hands and grabbing that original Xbox One controller, I was like, oh, this was built for me, wasn't it? I was like, oh, that's nice. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. I like the Duke controller. That might yeah, be an unpopular too. opinion. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I think it too. is. I think it might be a minority <laughs> opinion for sure. Um, but in terms of my favorite franchise, I it's it is you know a toss-up between Gears and Halo um for me. And I and in my heart wants to say gears of war just because i love that franchise so much but my brain it's gonna settle down on halo as my favorite <laughs> xbox franchise period um mm -hmm. just all of the stories that they can tell the relationship between master chief and cortana um like i remember going back and reading the fall of reach when i was like 13 or 14 years old and knowing that one day they were gonna make it into a movie um and maybe we still get that at some point in time who knows who knows what will happen i'm not gonna say anything about paramount plus but <laughs> <laughs> no i, I know that you guys enjoyed that show legitimately and i i loved listening to your your discourse about that that show just because it kind of brought to mind a lot of the more interesting topics or the way that the dynamics that they had in that show so i definitely appreciated that but yeah gotta settle on halo for me Ethan, I, I kind of blocked out that we watched every episode of that show. And I like, know. Really <laughs> <did. Blur>. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but uh, these guys talking about all that stuff back in the day, it's about to make me cry, Kevin. We're going to have a good <laughs> You know what? I, I always, I love uh, talking about the Halo like playground and the uh, sandbox that they have, yeah. especially Halo yeah. 2, where sometimes my friends and I would just boot it up and we wouldn't even try to kill each other. We would just be like, okay, let's try to do the super bounce today. Yes. You guys know, like where you, if you yeah. hit the right spot, you'll just fly up in the air and then you can get on top of things you aren't supposed to. Or like, we're going to go and just use the sword cancel and like fly all the way up to the top of the screen. And like, it was so much fun. So like, that's, a, that's an awesome answer for People sure. People might hate me for this take, but Halo 2 is the best couch co-op first person shoot experience ever made. In that's, my valid. that's valid. That's valid. 100% valid. Yeah, my favorite Halo. If anybody <laughs> hates them, come for us first. You have my axe, sir. <laughs> <laughs> got it got some shields here all right let's go um well that's awesome guys sweet history with xbox glad to glad we could uh reminisce with you about that stuff um but now we're gonna move into what you've been playing so ethan i'm gonna throw it over you first 
what have you been playing this week? Because I see a whole list of games yeah. here on the document that you've been oh, going through. Buddy. I got I got four games. I'll try and get through them quick. If anybody wants to talk about one of them specifically, jump in and interrupt me. Don't mind me. Um, so the first one, it's been an indie week for me. So the first one is Garden Story. Uh, this was originally released on the Switch last year. It just came to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it's a lot like Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion, if you guys had played that before, <laughs> which was another Love great it. game that I loved. Uh, but there's a lot more kind of world building and like town building elements in this. You you basically are this little grape that has to kind of reinvigorate this vine that produces people in this world. And so you become this guardian of this realm and, and you have to go to these four different towns and reconnect them all and, you know, bring everything back to life. And it's just, it's a lovable story. The characters are awesome. Uh, I absolutely had a blast playing it. It's like six and a half hours to beat the campaign, about 13 hours to do a 100%. Um, so it, th I think this is an essential play for indie lovers. If you have Xbox Game Pass, you absolutely need to download this and play it if you like indie games. Okay. Um, so it, it's an absolute blast. Um, and then the next game is Escape Academy. Not going to lie. This game is not for me. I'm not a huge fan of these puzzle only games. Puzzle games. Yeah. I didn't you 100% it? Hold I did. up. I did. <laughs> it's not for me, but I I'm, did. He's like, I'm a God tier gamer. What do you want from me? I can't stop myself. So I kept playing it and I would have to look up a lot of guides and do different things. But uh, Escape Academy, if you're into that sort of escape room or puzzle type of game, this is a premier game. I mean, it's, it's very well done. I, there were no issues for me while I was playing it. The puzzles were intuitive. There was a lot of different variation in the puzzles and stuff like that. So if you're into that sort of stuff, absolutely go out and play this game. It's it's a, it's a great game for people that like that. Um, and then the next one is Klonoa Fantasy Revere series. Or is Let's it Revere? 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 Something like that. Um, but this is a... What is it? What is it called? A bundle of mm -hmm. two old Klonoa games remastered. Um, lots of fun, Kevin. I'm sure you're going to want to talk about this a little bit. Um, Klonoa one was very quick. That was mm -hmm. the remake of the 2008 Wii remake of the 1997 PlayStation game. <laughs> There's a lot going on there, but uh, it was very quick. I didn't necessarily enjoy it. It was kind of a boring 2D platformer for me, but Klonoa mm -hmm. two felt like an actual serious 2.5D platformer uh, that had a lot of great elements to it. I think the maps were more varied. I think there was more mechanics that were more interesting to it. Um, and I thought overall it was it was a long game. I felt it kind of was a little too long, too many levels. But overall, I think it was a lot more fun. Um, the boss fights, though, way too easy, especially the last one. Mm -hmm. I felt the last boss was the easiest boss out of them all. And I don't think I got hit was. once. Yeah, I, I think I got hit twice. Or something like that it, it was very easy but okay. for those of you guys who love those old style platformers klonoa is absolutely a game to go back to i, I mean i never had experience with it before this was a great introduction mm -hmm. to the series so uh i absolutely enjoyed it kevin i'm sure you want to say something yeah yeah that. i was gonna i was gonna hop in because obviously i talked about it last week how i got yeah. the 100 in it as well that's your third 100 in a row by the way uh yeah. in this list uh you're, <laughs> wow making you're making Incredible. sure I get as no, dust falls is next <laughs> oh real okay but see, so are you that guy are you like the thousand percent if it's a you game put on my list okay it's a trophy hunter cool. yeah. yeah okay he every What's your gamer score ethan 
Uh, it's not a lot because I had to drop my old account because I don't have access to that no. email. But yeah. I'm I'm working on it. I'm getting it back mm. up. There. Yeah, getting all nice. the way back. Gotcha. Yeah. Every every month he has a little competition with uh with me and some people in our Discord, and he just is crushing us like this month <laughs> by like 4k at this point. I'm like, I bro, think June I got I like 8,000 gamer score or something I, like that. I got ridiculous. sweaty. I got yeah. sweaty. Kevin, you got to go pull up a uh, avatar. The last I, airbender. I you just gotta, gotta grab a couple of those. <laughs> oh, get it yeah, in Polish, yeah, the, you get it in the, Spanish. <laughs> he literally he bought a like a $4.99 game and then <laughs> with the did easy it the other after because I'm playing Peppa him. Pig too, Kevin. Hey, yeah. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, <laughs> Peppa Pig no, for the win. No, no my my for all our patrons, my Peppa Pig review for the Make Me Suffer tier will be out on yep. Saturday. All hey. right. <laughs> I played it. You'll get my experience then, all right? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, but no, back to Klonoa. Yep. I do think it was a great... I'm glad that they reintroduced this series. And I would love if they gave us a new modern Klonoa, with yeah. more of a 3D platformer, bring the series back, bring it up to today's standards. Because I do think there are a lot of mechanics that probably didn't age that well, even in the remastered version, right? Um I know specifically there were a few th times it's like the timing is a little ridiculous. There were some like, like frame specific things that you had to hit and the controls were just not intuitive enough mm -hmm. really to hit it. Like for example, when you're running normally, basically you have two speeds, stop and run. Like that yep. you can't vary your speeds at all. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of difficult to manage when you're dealing with a 2D platformer that you need to hit like a sliver of a piece to jump on and stuff like that. So that it did get difficult at times, but it, it was fun overall, I think. Mm -hmm. Modern platformers really spoiled us, didn't they? With that, the, the, yes, actu the actuation on all the controls, yeah, <laughs> they especially did. like Ori and all that. It's just next, oh, next level. Man. Modern platformers are so tight and controlled, and there were there were times where you like you kind of feel like you slip off platforms in Klonoa, and it's like yeah. I nailed that. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. So I, again, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Ethan. I was really worried that like when I started playing, it, I was like, oh, he's not, he's gonna drop off this, like he did a KO the kangaroo, because it is kind of like an old school type platformer. But I, I am glad you stuck with it because I do think overall, like my experience was very positive with Klonoa. Yeah, I wish the boss battles were a little bit longer though. I mean, I was beating bosses in a minute thirty seconds. I don't. They're, they very much have that Mario sixty four hit them three times and yeah. it's over type yeah. feel. Yeah, which is right. like it was the it was the time so i understood but a lot of them were very easy yeah but uh if anyone doesn't have anything else to say on that i'll move on to my fourth game which i think this is an absolute wild card this was a curveball to me was as dust falls uh i've gotten okay. through four of the six chapters so far this was a complete wild card to me i didn't know what to expect going into this i looked at the art style during the previews and it was a little bit jarring to me i didn't know if i enjoyed it yep. holy crap I mean, I have been blown away by this game. Oh, okay. I mean, I can't That's tell really you the here. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've been on the edge of my seat, like just staring at this screen. Nothing's happening in the world around me but this game. Uh, the story is incredible. The voice acting is incredible. The atmosphere is incredible. At first, the art style can be a little jarring because it's something new. It's something novel. I've never seen it before. But I think there are times where it really adds to the storytelling narrative. I, I mean, the, the facial expressions on these actors and actresses, you know, during this game, I think they really convey a lot of great messages and a lot of fear and a lot of emotion. There's some gut-wrenching moments in this game, like serious gut-wrenching moments. And I think they're really well portrayed in this. Um, I think there are times where the art style can take away 
a little bit from what's going on, especially during really tense moments. Like if there's a gunfight or something like that, I won't say any uh, spoilers or anything like that. Uh, But there are times where it, you feel like it should be a little more chaotic, but it doesn't feel chaotic because you're just seeing these still images kind of move slowly throughout the map. Um, But overall, absolutely blown away by this experience. I I said it in discord when I first started playing this fully expect some game award nominations uh, come December. I don't know if it's going to be the game of the year, but there's (laughs) definitely going to be some nominations for this game. Um, It it came out of left field for me and I'm absolutely adoring it. I'm going to replay it probably three or four times to get the 100% first of all. But second of all, there's so many different choices I could have made in my first playthrough that I didn't make. And there are a couple moments where you can see like, oh, if I made that choice, it would have happened here. But there's a lot of unknown in this game still. And I think uh, they're going to do a really good job in, you know, really changing up how the endings can be depending on your choices and stuff like that. So as a Bioware lover who loves those branching story arcs and different things that can happen throughout a game, this is for me. So if anyone loves these type of games, visual novels, especially absolute must play. I think this is a must play anyways. If you have Game Pass, you've got to try this game. Okay. okay. I got to hop in for yeah. that one because you sold me. I was not looking forward to this game at all. They it showed is it so different. I was like, uh, yeah. like you were saying before the art, like the art with everything moving in the background normally and then the characters mm-hmm. doing that kind of stop motion back and forth. I thought mm-hmm. I was getting thick. It's watching. jarring at first. Yeah. It really is. Like the first chapter I was playing, I'm like, Ugh. It's a little weird to me, but like once we start actually getting into the meat of the story, you start to see where that art style actually shines. Like when it's just a normal kind of, you know, you're messing around. There's nothing really serious going on. It's kind of like, okay, this is kind of boring. But once you actually get into the story, good Lord, it it really does a good job. Microsoft needs to cut you a check then because you definitely sold me (laughs) on it. I need to go check it out. No, All of them a check, to be honest. Save the game media. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, the music too in this game is incredible. The way they use licensed music and remixes of songs. Like when they started playing Johnny Cash, there was this one scene they started playing Johnny Cash Hurt from one of his last albums. I almost cried. I mean, it was just such a deep emotional moment and you're just like, oh my God, like, ah, it's just, it's giving me goosebumps thinking about, I can't wait to go back in. My wife too is locked in when I'm playing this. So if you have a family member that doesn't necessarily play video games, they're going to want to watch this because this is a great thing to watch over here. Yeah, I I guess not to stay on it too much too, but I just, I'm curious. I know they mentioned one of their really drawn, uh, I would say not like a gimmick, but I think mm-hmm. they have is the multiplayer where you can do mm-hmm. up to eight yep. eight person multiplayer. Yeah, have you had I'm a not sure. I'm not sure that how that works. Just been doing solo. Just I been think... doing solo. I'm not okay. sure how that works. And then for anybody out there who <laughs> Twitch streams, this has a broadcast mode where you can have your Twitch oh. chat decide what your choices are. You can override them if you want. But I saw some other bigger streamers do that, so that's pretty interesting too for anybody out there who wants to stream this game. Okay, sounds fun. So if you don't mind, I, I know that we're taking a little bit of time, but I'm oh, very no. curious yeah. because like. If th- for games like these, especially visual novels, styled, narrative-driven games, yeah. the story has to hit. And that's one of the reasons why I like Life is Strange. I like the, all of the other Annapurna games because they know yeah. how to like hit those emotional moments. Can mm-hmm. you give us like a brief non-spoiler synopsis of like what the story involves? So it, it, it's kind of twofold for the first three chapters. And then you get introduced to another character in the in the next chapter. But for the first three chapters, it's twofold. You have a guy named Vince who's moving his family from California to St. Louis, Missouri, and he wants to drive old route 66 uh, to get there. Um, It's him, his wife, his daughter, and his father. Um, And then the other playthrough is you're the youngest brother in this family in this town in Nevada 
this family's messed up. The dad's a drunk, a gambler. They're criminals. They get into trouble. The kid you're playing, though, is a good kid. He doesn't want to do this stuff. He just wants to be a park ranger or something like that. He loves nature and stuff like that. But he's getting wrapped into the family issues. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to think of a way I could explain what happens without, like, crazy spoilers. Basically, the, the family of Vince gets stranded in this town in Nevada where these brothers are or where this family is. The brothers do something horrible. And they end up somehow meeting with this family in a very tense situation. I'm doing my best not to swear. They get in a very tense situation. (laughs) Um, And you have to make decisions during that tense situation. And there's a lot of different branching arcs. People will die in this. So don't get too crazy attached to these characters, which is really hard because they're really well done. But people will die depending on your choices. And I think everybody in this probably could die at some point. You know, because of all the different choices, I think they said something. There's 400 plus endings to this game, which is ridiculous. The game is 51 gigabytes to download. That's how many, and it's only about a six hour. It's about an hour per chapter, so it's about six hours to play through the game, and it's 51 gigabytes. That's how many different decisions and different branching arcs you can go to. So it's pretty nuts. In terms of in terms of narrative choice games. Do you like this more or the quarry more? Because I know you like the quarry a lot, and they're very similar style games. This. I need to know this because I love the wow. Okay. And, and I love wow. the quarry. That's not taken away from super yeah, massive. I, I love super massive, and I love the way I, that game. I think that game is just very different from this too. But if I if you told me which game do you want to play, I'd play as Dust Falls. Honest to God, which wow. I never thought I'd play. If you asked me that a week ago, I'd laugh yeah, in your face. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. It yeah. it absolutely captured me. It's it's nuts. It's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. Well, uh, thank you uh, to Xbox. Uh, you know, uh, we'll expect the check in the mail. I, I <laughs> Day and date with Game Pass. You got it's love funny because it. I was like, I was making fun of them, you know, because they were promoting it so heavy. I'm like, guys, chill out. It's just some indie game. No one's gonna play. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I see why they promoted. Yeah, it. they <laughs> knew what they were doing. They knew it's like it was gonna be this. It's like yeah. their big. It's like their big release for for this month, especially. Yeah, and we like, were ribbing yeah. on it when we were talking about. I we had that episode where we were talking about what is Xbox gonna do for the second half of the year, and we were ribbing on like what as dust falls, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I I haven't heard a bad thing about it. All the podcasts, uh, Carpool Gaming, all of them they. Play played over there they're really high on it uh, i know yeah. kind of funny was really high on it. everyone that i listened to has been really high on this game so it's certainly something on the radar now it's worth sure. trying out yeah. the first chapter if the first chapter doesn't capture you probably won't enjoy the rest of it but mm. man just give it a shot right. i got weekend well, plans yes lady <laughs> lady mythicals over on twitch thanks for stopping by says i can't wait to play those games i love choice based games oh yeah this is nice. the game for you then absolutely yeah. for sure uh nick i'm gonna throw it over you next what have you been playing so i've been playing a lot of the for for listeners who've been keeping up with me i've been playing a lot of the same for a while lots of life stuff has been happening so i've been kind of inching my way through stuff i think i'm finally coming into the clear with all this and i'd be able to sit down and get some serious gaming hours in but um for those who don't know i've i've been playing through bioshock one the original, I have no idea about the Bioshock narrative, the story. All I know is that, you know, they they took massive inspiration from Anne Rand. Um, they kind of are, you know, they're implementing this really, really cool art style that's in uh, the golden era of like um, the American age of civilization and capitalism and all that. And it takes place under the sea in this um, in a city called Rapture that's kind of got some, you know, 
uh, I don't know, wanna, I don't want to say like steampunk elements, but like it's got a lot of really interesting specific art styles and that are kind of interwoven to it. So I'm having a great time playing it so far. It's clearly a dated shooter, um, but I still like even then I can tell like the craft that went into it and how important this was for shooters at the time and how it pushed it pushed the genre forward mm -hmm. beyond even what Halo did. So what version you're playing? I am playing the remastered edition okay. um, that I got on the Epic Game Pass. So they nice. they were selling. I think it might have been a free. It was download? free. I have yeah, it. As well. It was free. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so really? yeah, we shout out to uh, the co op network over on Discord because that that bot over there it does a great job for like those cool <laughs> call outs whenever <laughs> there's free stuff on the Epic Store. So yeah, definitely enjoying that. So I got all three games whenever I want to like circle back around and maybe jump my way through two and then onto infinite i know that infinite's an interesting game people are yeah. very pol it's a very polarizing game from from our experience in terms of people who either hated it or love it um so i think yeah. amon said that was his favorite game right kevin out of I, all my the brother shots. really likes infinite yes, i know my brother I know yeah. lots of people that really like infinite and i know just as many people that don't like infinite so yeah. interesting interesting yeah so every time people people go back and forth but i've been playing through that i've been streaming it um and then also i've been working my way through fire emblem three hopes and let me tell you guys this game <laughs> is outstanding it my is so man. good it is so good guys you now, can come I back have... anytime <laughs> let's go let's go i'm excited yeah i don't have any exposure to a lot of the warrior games i was super tempted to get into age of calamity just because i was like oh it's a prequel to breath of the wild i want to know more about the four champions Rivali, all of them um but i ended up but it was like it stayed at 60 dollars as nintendo games are want to do so i kind of was just like eh, maybe we'll see what happens and just kind of went forward but as soon as i played three houses i was like this game is just it's bonkers how cool the lore in that game is mm -hmm. and everything that's involved with it and when they came out with this and saying that i thought this was just going to be a sequel with the way they marketed it to the, the push oh. leading up with Nintendo, my assumption was that it was going to be a sequel and you have a new playable character. Obviously, they alluded to the fact that uh, Byleth is going to be an antagonist uh, in this game. And that's not a spoiler. That's just kind of what the, mm, the narrative base is. Yeah, exactly. That's the marketing of this game. But I'm just having a great time running around, just blowing up a bunch of ads with the incredible uh, player you play as this uh, purple-haired um Kind Shez. of mercenary named Shez, and he is this class called a flugel, so he's like a dual sword wielder. Um, and he's great, he's great. I mean, he talks all, all day about you know being a mercenary, and I think that's kind of what all the archetypes for the individual characters in Fire Emblem do. But I'm just having a great time. The strategy, the impact, those anime scenes where they cut to like the different mm -hmm. uh cross sections, or even like oh. the, it is the most fulfilling thing when you're trying to work on your relationship with a party member and then you're fighting next to each other on a map and then all of a sudden it cuts to that screen and you see both their faces and you're like oh my gosh they're about to do a team attack and it is incredible it's the most anime stuff you've ever seen so <laughs> that's i i love it i love it so i can't get mm -hmm. enough of that now if um, i could ask a quick question to both sure. of you because you guys both are really high on this game i'm a huge fan of warrior style games and um, i'm not I'm not. And, and I, I have no previous exposure to Fire Emblem. Is this something I could jump into and get the gist of the lore, or should I read up on this? Because now I'm starting to want to play this game because everyone keeps being so high on it. I don't know if Nick will disagree, but I think you can jump in. I think okay. you benefit more if you've played Three Houses. Okay. I do, do. I do think that you benefit you more because you'll understand, like some references and like the, the the timeline isn't playing out like the way it should so like you will get more out of the game i think you can enjoy it though if you do just hop into three hopes okay 
Yeah, exactly. I, I echo that sentiment from Kevin. Um, I went on the Scarlet Blaze path and there is a specific mission in like the first it's the first episode. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I gotta go <laughs> Black with Adel Eagles for I gotta go. Black Black Eagles for Life also. Um, shout out to the voice actor, uh Billy Kantz, who who voice acted Ferdinand. He did just recently pass away. So uh rest in peace. But um I've really been enjoying it. And like to your to your point, Ethan, like there's this you can go in there and they do an excellent job of defining the the characteristics and the roles of each of the students, the mm-hmm. the kind of the party members that you choose for whatever class that you decide to be a part of. Um, but like Kevin said, if you do have experience playing Three Houses, which can be like a 144-hour game if you let it be, <laughs> um, you do have a lot more of a, like a reference base to the characters and what they mean to each other and their interpersonal mm-hmm. dynamics, which for me yeah. is what sells the game. I love their interpersonal dynamics yes. and the way they talk to each other. The, the cast in Three Houses is like so strong because mm-hmm. they all have unique interactions with each other like intertwining backstories between houses like certain and you learn about like kingdoms and like people like oh their house is in this region and like what are the politics that play in like fantasy lore yes it's it's i i genuinely think you would love the lore in this game ethan i absolutely adore the lore and it's like if you played three houses when three hosts picks up like there are characters that are only mentioned in three houses, like uh, Hilda's brother. He now has a physical character model that shows mm-hmm. up in three hopes. So it's like, oh, really you could, cool. You could finally like characters that only referenced off screen are now actual characters that exist in the universe. It, like, this is, as I said, is the best expansion of like, this is what warrior games need to be going forward. Not yep. just little sp- weird spinoff titles build upon the source material in a meaningful way, because this, mm-hmm. they nailed this game. And uh, just, just for reference, I put 600 hours into three houses and I did all three paths <laughs> oh in uh, three. Houses. There's no way <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I did all four I'm rounds. Sort of- worried knowing the way i play games (laughs) i did all four routes for there's four main routes and the the first one will take you probably 40 hours then they can get quicker and quicker after that Mm -hmm. um but then i did a hard run and then i did a maddening run which maddening is no joke so uh and then the dlc too which is is pretty short it's a few hours long but really i'm committed first thursday next month i will talk about three houses i'm gonna get it all right i'm gonna tune into that episode for sure (laughs) yeah for sure sure. i can't wait to know what house you go with why you chose them we'll see oh man Mm, mm, yeah so good so good definitely oh that's awesome man great choices over there uh will what do you got going on well Similar to Nick, I've definitely been working my way through a couple of the same games for the last few weeks. Just trying to pick and choose my gaming time. It's getting more sparse and sparse, of course, the older I get. But I have been enjoying what I've been playing, starting off with Guardians of the Galaxy on Game Pass. Yes. I am having a blast with that game. Because, um, yeah, Ethan, so I heard that you're... So have you finished it, or have you just played through it? Or how oh, is, yeah, like, I've your finished overall... it. I haven't 100% name? of it, because, okay. but I finished it, yeah. Yeah, I'm so close. And I'm thinking about, honestly, because I'm enjoying it so much, I do want to do a second run and maybe just grab all the costumes and get all the collectibles Ooh. and have the stuff. But, oh, Ooh, that's he's got, nice. He's got, yeah. That's I'm nice. I'm a Look fan of the guys. series. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> now <laughs> I know why they call you Mr. Physical Media himself. <laughs> there it is. I love it's it. It's ridiculous. No, I am loving that game. It's like... The way the characters interact with each other, I was initially worried because I'm a big fan of the MCU and I do really like the Marvel uh, Guardians of the Galaxy's movie. So I was like, oh no, it's going to be 
Ideos Montreal doing a you know, Square Enix. They're going to yeah. do the same thing they did with Marvel, the video game, where it's like knock off <laughs> Captain America and knock off this, and they sound goofy. And initially, I think I was kind of hearing that, but the more the characters interact, um, the more they just have that back and forth chit chat and dialogue. Specifically, Rocket. Rocket is a complete riot during this yeah. game. Every time he opens his mouth, I just have to like, <laughs> just like hold yeah. back a laugh. You just, I can it, tell the, the voice actor easy. for Rocket nailed his he personality. Every yeah. scene where you either throw him or like think about throwing him is so funny. It's so <laughs> good. Oh god, but I never I threw him. him. I, never know, I, I couldn't, throw, I couldn't bring myself to throw him. I couldn't do I, it. I was like, I'm going to get on his good side. And he's an I, ass anyway. So I'm like, yes, okay, play that was my. <laughs> that was a huge problem I had when I played it. I was so nice to him. And he was still such a jerk yeah. to me. Yeah, I was throw like, his yeah. ass. Yep. I, was, I was like, oh, yeah. in canon, he's just a jerk. Cool. Gameplay number two, like when I go through the second playthrough, definitely throwing him. So, but no, loving the dialogue, the way the characters interact. Um, all the costumes have looked really good too. Funny enough, I was uh, just posting on Twitter recently and I was like, Hey, I'm really loving this game. This is fantastic. You know, at Guardians of the Galaxy that made the game. Had a couple people in the comments chatting back and forth. They're like, oh, what's that outfit? That looks super weird that Gamora's wearing. It was I said like Gamora looked outfit. like she came from Warp Tour. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> with her hair all like yeah. scraggly. And she had this cool like green outfit with a cape on the back. And I was like, I had never really known it before. But the actual Guardians of the Galaxy team off their Twitter team, they like commented into the the thread and they were just like oh it's from this like specific um run as far as in the comics and they had like a nice little spiel from when they had posted it previously so it's really nice to see that interaction too because um i don't know i'm I'm loving the game i'm loving the fighting um the way the dialogue is talking and i did mention recently that it's gone a little bit more from comedy you're getting towards the end of the game because i'm probably in the last third it's getting a little dramatic like I'm having some interactions with Drax, some interactions with Gamora, and I was like, yeah. it's kind of pulling some feelings out of me. Drax's I came here story. to laugh, yeah. not to feel. <laughs> the game goes on a little too long, in my opinion. Like I, I think there's a point where it should end, and then it just keeps going. And so, yeah. like, you might think you're at the end, but you might have a little more to go, to be honest with you. So that's yeah, why it's been so long. We beat it. it. I, was, I was surprised. I'm to I feel thought... too much, but I did want to realize like what the chapter number it was, and it was like, oh, it's chapter like X is how many are in the game. And like you said, I kind of got towards the end. I'm like, oh, this is starting to come together. The characters mm-hmm. are wrapping stuff up, and I was like, oh, I got like five more chapters to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where, what's going on? Uh, now I, I, did... I gotta ask real quick, Will. Because I think we had this conversation when this game first came out. Are there characters in the video game iteration of Guardians of the Galaxy that you enjoy more than the MCU? Because for me, I enjoyed Gamora's character in this than I do in the MCU. So I was wondering what your take was on that. Yep, I would definitely say that's one. Especially because mm-hmm. I just last, n- nope, yesterday um, rewatched. Yeah, yesterday I rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy because I've been having so much fun okay. with the game. Yep. And I was like, yep, I definitely like the video game Gamora more than mm-hmm. mcu gamora and it's not like you know mc more is bad it's just you get that chance when you're playing something that's 10 plus hours to get more interaction and more depth yeah. out of the character so i definitely like that more i i think i like groot a little bit more too i think yeah. Groot. i mean obviously i, I am Groot, better, yeah. but he i'm getting more humor i'm getting more fun yeah um, a little bit more silliness out of him in the video game than you do straight up with the mcu uh, especially in the first movie where we know at this point get to the very end and he just kind of disappears in like yeah. the last fight so no no more Groot for that time but no i think Groot and gamora specifically for me rocket's mm-hmm. about the same they're both hilarious i love them both yeah. um i think drax is about the same I, his character 
as far as his overall backstory and everything, I do like more in the game. But I mean, I'm, I'm a big wrestling fan, so Batista. Dave Batista, yeah, <laughs> he always gets a laugh out of me. Yeah, I was like, I love man. Batista funny, for sure. <laughs> oh, I do want to shout out some people in the chat. We have oh, yeah. Rise for the Emblem, who says, "Woo, hope you enjoy Three Houses." Then, shout or out hopes to Alejandro. either way, enjoy. Uh, he he said he is happy to finally catch a stream so that's nice. cool i'm yeah. glad, happy to have you here man i uh, hope you can come by for more um <laughs> everybody's talking about guardians of the galaxy amon really likes it agrees that uh gamora and Groot are better compared to the mcu oh, amon said earlier that uh bioshock infinite was the greatest game ever made i don't know if that's a bad take <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we'll talk about that in discord later <laughs> we go we go keep moving on we go keep moving on but yeah so guardians uh, is good and then uh i've also been getting my Game Pass bag some more. I got Guardians out of Game Pass, which is fantastic. It. I've been playing Far Cry Five. I can't. I, I has, man. Um, it's painful. Um, I, I have a problem. I have an Ubisoft problem. So I do too. I do too. So please okay, talk good, about good. it. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm enjoying myself. That being said, there are certain parts of the game that shine so much regarding specific characters or just like a couple of little storylines that it is slowly pulling me along. The story itself isn't. But just those interactions, like the Fangs for Hire, for example. We talked about this a little bit in our last um, stream that we're going to have with the animals. And Cheeseburger, the diabetic yes. bear <laughs> that rips apart bad guys, is fantastic. Yeah, I was like, between him, you got Peaches, who's the like the cougar, who's like the stealth cougar. And then, of course, classic Boomer. You can't have a video game dog. Without you know just being like yeah. one of the most lovable animals of all time, shows up in Far Cry Six too. You got to get Boomer. Oh, Boomer specifically does, does shows he? up in Far Boomers Cry Six. In Far Cry Six, and one of the you DLCs, can't tell him things like that, Ethan. He's going to waste say. all his time in those games. <laughs> I was like, take my Do credit it. card. But no. <laughs> Do it. But uh, I've been enjoying the Thanks for Hire. Uh, like I said, the story itself is okay. Joseph Seed and the other like generals. I think it's interesting that you're kind of breaking it up by generals and not just the camps but you're specifically targeting certain people um but i'm really waiting to see more of the story meet um i've just been dealing with jacob right now and it's kind of cool when he kidnaps you and makes you do crazy stuff like you're getting psyoped but yeah. um i guess until i get a little bit later into his story and see more of the interactions between them then i'll kind of i have to reserve my judgment as far as the story goes but it's it's been okay if you like ubisoft if you like checking off things on your checklist and taking out people in camps with a giant bear by your side, then I mean, it's worth it because it's game pass. Yeah. How are you enjoying like the darker feel to far cry five compared to other far cries? Cause usually far cry is just, you know, goofy characters, you know, mm -hmm. some crazy dictator or something like that. And there's still some humor in far cry five, but I felt like overall this game had such a darker feel to it. And it had more horror elements, especially with like hunting down the special creatures that were infected by that plant and stuff like that. So how are you enjoying that sort of, diversion from normal far cry yeah i don't know i i'm of two minds about it mm -hmm. part of me is like okay it's interesting that they're going a little bit darker and it makes what you're doing as far as like some of the ultra violence a little you know more visceral it has yeah. you okay i'm gonna pay attention to how i'm like hurting people how i'm doing damage but then again it takes me out of it when i'm doing something like a shoot somebody with a shotgun at point blank range and then they look like a hundred percent fine I guess I've been uh, <laughs> yeah I've been tainted a little bit by playing Last of Us Two last year, and yeah, you hit somebody with a shotgun, and I'm like, oh, I hit somebody with a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> like, their legs like, they're, they're the missing yeah. things. Yeah, so it's 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 weird because it kind of takes me out of it. Like I'm like, oh, this is dark and it's kind of messy when they like ride the pain, but then they look 
100% fine. It's okay. Uh, and then another part of me really misses the more kind of colorful goofiness. There is still there for sure. Mm-hmm. But for me, Far Cry 4, Far Cry 3, which is probably still my favorite Far Cry 3, is that yes. it does hit you with, you know, this ultra violence, but it's so goofy and like doesn't really take itself seriously or at least it kind yeah. of doesn't want you to take it seriously. I feel like it meshes well versus trying to like go too far down like a, a right. dark, more grittier path, um, which is kind of what made me stay away from Far Cry 2. Hopefully not attacking any Far Cry 2 fans. I tried playing through it and I was just like, it's a little too normal as far as like okay i'm in africa i have malaria and i'm hurting people but there wasn't anything to kind of like oh you're having fun while you're doing this it's almost like am i am i simming being a mercenary right now yeah (laughs) oh well uh, i i'm gonna refrain from saying anything about ubisoft um yeah don't get kevin started (laughs) Uh oh (laughs) don't get pull out out the soapbox (laughs) not for me let's say that uh yeah you know um but I will uh, I will go now and yes. uh, just run through my games uh, 44 minutes in. I uh, <laughs> hope everyone's got a we're having a great time. Tell you what. Um, so I've played three games this week. Um, Yeast nine uh, Monster Knox. Still working my way through uh, JRPG in case anyone's curious. Uh, I really I know last week, Ethan, I told you I wasn't sure about this what like slow start yeah wasn't sure if it was as good as eight this game is phenomenal this is i think i like it more than eight i am absolutely like in love yeah i'm in love there was a point in the story where it just like turned and now i'm like fully in i'm like what is going on i have to know you have to keep playing the characters are like much more fleshed out i think in this one uh, maybe i just like them better like their designs better but mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal loving this game the combat is awesome one I, like i said i last week i was like when you get more skills i think maybe it opened up and it it has for sure uh, is it a completely like, different story from east eight or is it the same yes, characters? no okay. so so, so the only in the yeast series you have uh adol christian who is the main character in every game but mm-hmm. they're not connected it's very weird it's oh. a very interesting way to do a jr so it's like tales but with a connecting character like a single character yeah if if if, if like alfin from tales of arise was the character in every tales game but yeah. like he kind of just ignores the other adventures okay. he's been on that's yeah. kind of what adel does um they sometimes reference like old things but like if you didn't play the old games it'd just be like he's an adventurer he's been on things before this so it's like not must play things so really loving that game can't wait to play more i have no idea how much longer uh this game is though because i'm like seven chapters in you're gonna put 100 hours into it kevin easy i i'm getting the last party member right now i think so like at that point i'm like well i'm probably halfway done or something like a quarter of the way it's a jrpg you're you're almost there yeah yeah um i other game i've played also on playstation uh is stray yes talk about this guy i beat it uh really liked this game i think this game is very pretty it's uh it's very fun i know some people were concerned like because the platforming is those uh button prompts where you like you see the x and you jump up there i don't mind that so much that's come that's completely fine with me i've played other games that are similar like that the game does have a very like the aesthetic was not what I was expecting. Like this uh, almost cyberpunk-esque futuristic type deal yeah. uh, with the robots exploring the city and the different environments is a lot of fun because the way the game works is you get 
kind of clues, right? It's like, oh, we need to go find this. And they don't tell you where it is, but they kind of give you just enough information. Like if you examine the surrounding area, you'll know where to go. So like, oh, if we look for a building with a smiley face on it that is like glowing orange or whatever, you can look around the city and be like, oh, it's up in that corner. And then you have to figure out how to platform up there throughout the like city landscape. There's puzzles you have to solve. There's a lot of puzzles. If you don't like puzzles, this probably isn't for you because there are times where it's like, well, what am I supposed to do here? Oh, across town, there's people chucking paint. I have to make them drop paint and then open the the laundromat door and go in and steal this one thing and bring it back. Like it's never explained to you, but it always is giving you like little hints and pieces of information to figure it out. So um, my quick question, just to interject yeah. there, in terms of like the puzzle games, and I, I that's what I see is like it's a puzzle platformer mm -hmm. um, for this game specifically, but do they make you feel empowered while you're playing it? Do they make you feel kind of like good about, oh, wow, I just solved that? Or is yes. it kind of just like, I'm just getting through this? No, I, I for sure, because there were times where I was like, I don't know where to go like i don't know how to solve this puzzle okay. but if you just like stop and think because I, I didn't look anything up which is like a, a proud feeling like for a yeah this is like i thought i was gonna have to look stuff up but if you just Big take deal. a second yeah if you just take a second and look at the surrounding area it's like okay how do i turn this power on oh well maybe if i follow the giant cord that's sticking <laughs> out of the machine to wherever yeah. it goes i'll find the answer so it is kind of things like that where if you just take a moment like take a breather and look around you can probably figure out what you need to do even if it isn't immediately obvious like just just go with it and it will probably work out because it is it is very much um in a, a game where it's like they're not hard and after you figure them out you're gonna be like oh of course that was it like why wouldn't <laughs> like obviously but at the moment you were you're a little like uh where do, what do i do but no i really liked it the soundtrack something i haven't seen people talk about amazing mm -hmm. this, this is maybe one of the best soundtracks i've heard all year uh wow. some sometimes like i will just be like okay i've heard the songs i'm gonna put on a podcast like for especially for this game where there's no dialogue this is a game you could easily put a podcast on to i think if you do that you're completely missing out because the soundtrack is so good is it like a synth wave or like retro rave no yeah it's, it's very yeah. it's very like synthy yeah, yeah. i love like it yeah, yeah it's very it's very nice i enjoy yeah it's liked it a lot good. um I only had one only technical issue was toward the end of the game. One specific area frame rate dropped massively. Like oh, it was ooh. crazy. And like I have VRR on and everything. So I was really surprised by that. That was the only really technical glitch I had. Um, other than that, if you want to go for the platinum, I hear it's an easy platinum, not something I'm willing to, to, to do. <laughs> I played it. I enjoyed it. Um, now, I, I got to ask real quick, is this like yeah. sort of a linear adventure or is there side things you can do along the way in this game? Or is no, it just it's, completely like straightforward? It's, it's linear. Um, mm -hmm. Everything you probably like when you first get introduced to it, everything you think is a side thing is most likely tied to a main okay. thing you're going to have to do mm -hmm. anyway. But uh, yeah, uh, Grumble Grumble in the chat says talking about Stray. Yes, I am. I Hell am yeah. talking about Stray. Thank you very much for, uh, for, I guess it's pretty obvious when you're talking about the cute little cat game. Yeah, the cat game. Little cat yeah. game. <laughs> little cat game is dope. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, if you if you don't like puzzle platformers, probably not for you. I did beat it in about five hours. 
Um, I got it through PS Plus Extra. I know some people were a little upset on Steam that they paid $30 and, and it was only five hours long. Personally, I think $30 for five hours is a pretty good That's deal. Nice. But what are you, you going to do? Can't please everyone. Uh, it has very good reviews. So if you're on the fence, I definitely suggest picking it up. Either Replay value or is it pretty much one and done? If um, You can't get different endings. So like, if okay. you play it once, you know the solution to everything. If yeah. you want to go for the platinum or the 100% or whatever, then yeah, go go for it. But uh, I believe it, Grumble Grumble says, it's the one game I'm envious about not being able to play <laughs> on Xbox. I do believe it's timed exclusive, so it might yeah, come to Xbox at some yeah. point. It'll yeah. probably be like a year, but still. Yeah. It'll, eventually. It, yeah. Six months, year, yeah, you know, it's probably coming to to play uh, Xbox at some point. It's good but, Game Pass game. <laughs> oh, that'd be I, nice. That'd be nice. Would, I mean, they're doing good numbers. This is Annapurna's like most successful game. Annapurna or something, loves so. Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> I um, keep giving Annapurna my my money. We, we were talking about this. Yeah. Will and I were kind of discussing straight the other day, and I was like, ah, you know, I got so much on my plate right now. I might wait because I I assumed that it was going to be seventy dollars because that's kind of mm-hmm. the way they were advertising. And he's like, it's just thirty. I was like. I can give Anna Perna $30. You know, I, I believe them in, in them enough yeah. just so they can keep putting out these quality titles. So for sure. Right there. With I, spe- I specifically was saying like Anna Perna, like Devolver Digital knows what games to pick, knows what yeah. indie games are quality that they're going to publish because I swear neither yeah. of them really put out bad games. Right. No. Uh, last game I want to touch on before we get into the news, uh, you know, fifth, almost an hour in. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Uh, multiverses. I oh, got, but, okay. Yes, talk got, on that for sure. Got a, got a drop from the Twitch streams. Um, I have put quite a few hours into it, maybe five, six hours into it. Um, I first initial impressions was the game is fine. It wasn't really hitting the way I wanted it to. It, it, I At one point, I was like, I think Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is better than this, which is like controversial to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I played with Taylor uh, TPR over on uh, No Limits, our PlayStation sister podcast here on Save the Game Media, and my whole opinion has changed. Two v two is the is the way to go for this game. Don't play this game one v one. Two v two, preferably with someone you know, makes this game so much better. And it's designed around two v two. You can just feel it in the gameplay. It's meant to have the two v two structures on the map. Uh, the combos you can set up with your team. It even encourages you by giving you 30% more gold and experience, which is like the grind is real in this game Mm -hmm. because there are characters that cost like 2000 to 3000 gold and you get like 20 to 30 gold a game if you're lucky. So the, the grind is very real, especially not at the start at the start. They give you like 2000 coins right off the bat for doing like starter missions. But after you get past that, then it's like slow crawl um, playing with a, a teammate made that go quicker. I was able to get my boy Tom and Jerry, who I was wanted main. Absolutely loving it, man. They are so much fun there. Okay, so, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you maining Tom and Jerry? But yeah, yes, me. Yes. I personally, I would be an Arya Stark main. I'm going to be honest with you. Is she good? Is her character good? As far as I know, early impressions, people say she's good. I've only seen one Arya Stark, so I can't speak to her myself because you get from my impression, you get five starter characters and then they give you Wonder Woman for completing the tutorial. So those starter characters are free for this week and then they're going to rotate the free characters every week to try to let you play people, figure out who you want to buy. And then you can either pay real money. It's like $30 
want to say it's like $10 a character, or wow. you can pay two to 3,000 coins. And then, so I, I got Tom and Jerry. I saved up all my coins, grabbed him. He Tom shoots Jerry as one of his moves out of like a slingshot, and then you can shoot you can shoot tennis balls, and uh, Jerry will hit them back at you, and then you can take out a tennis racket and and it does like a crazy like power shot to hit people. So he's a very like complicated like big brain character. Oh, so cool, really loved it. Um, I will say some of the pricing is outrageous because I don't know. WB has decided that they're going to decide what's considered rare, common, uncommon, legendary skins or, or taunts or whatever, and they're going to price those however they want. So my Tom and Jerry alternate skin is 500 Gleemium, which is about $7. So if I wanted a different skin, I pay $7. If you want the Batman, the animated series skin for the Batman character, that's going to run you $20. Wow. Yeah, they that's, know that's a, that's a bit much. <laughs> they know that's what we want. <laughs> yeah, it's, I feel like this is the route that we're going down with games like these. They're going to be fun. They're going to hook people. But at the end of the day, you know that you're going to end up paying more money if you get into this game and you stick with it over the course of time than you would any normal single player, you know, first party title. So, mobile game behavior. Yeah. And this kind of opens up to a question for you, Kevin. You're you're a fighting game fanatic. You're you're you mm -hmm. know you're a competitive Smash player. For those of you that don't know, I mean, you love fighting games. Okay. Is this something that you are fine with if you see fighting games come become free to play, or would you prefer to just be able to buy them outright and have all your characters be unlockable through gameplay? I much prefer the Smash model too. Okay. I would I would much have rather bought this game for $60, $70 and been able to unlock all of the characters. Mm -hmm. And then if they want to introduce skins, fine. The pricing is absolutely a tr ridiculous, in my opinion. $20 <laughs> for a skin. I don't yeah. care. I don't care what skin it is. That's Halo that, Infinite stuff. Oh, yeah, no. It is. It is. That's, Honestly. that's like predatory. It's nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that, it's rough. That is, that is crazy to me. I can maybe a character with like a, with some skins and so like as a little bundle, but like just one skin. And the, there's no pricing structure. Like you don't know what skin is going to cost what until you're like looking at it. Now hold on, the skins also come with different move sets, right? Because they're different characters. No, 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 no. not as far okay. as I know. The skins okay. are all it's the just same. Just a cosmetic change. Just yes, a cosmetic. just a cosmetic right, change. You do good. get all you right. do get perks <laughs> that change. Like you, they they add a little bonus something. It's more mm. of a teamwork thing. Uh, perks okay. I actually don't mind as much as I thought. I don't think they like break the game uh, compared to other platform fighters and fighting games. But no, I would much prefer Smash where I buy the $60 game, unlock all the, the characters, and then pay for DLC. Maybe throw in microtransactions for skins. Uh, Guilty Gear, another example, I paid $60 for that. And I get to pick and choose what characters I want to buy. And those seven dollars i get the character i get a stage i get music track i think that's a very reasonable price that's nice. yeah that's completely fine but uh i think this is the beta open beta for everyone starts next tuesday i believe um so i am playing you know they're gonna make changes hopefully they've increased the amount of coins you get maybe fix their pricing structure we'll see how the game evolves over time gameplay wise i don't think it is the smash killer everyone is hoping for because we see a lot of like any platform fighter no it, it, it can't be it can't, it it's, can't. it's smash is too big at this point well and it's too ingrained it, in the community even then there's something yeah. about smash where it just feels 
better to play than these yeah. other platform fighters. Mm -hmm. This one feels floatier than Smash. Uh, your hits don't really feel all that different. Like my normal attacks compared to my special attacks don't feel particularly different. Where like in Smash, every move feel has like a feeling to it, right? Like if I hit a Falcon Punch, I know I hit a Falcon Punch, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I, th I there's something that these other developers when they're making these platform fighters they haven't quite nailed the feeling yet mm -hmm. i do think this game has its own feel has its own style and they're going for that and i think what's there is fun and good and i'm excited to play more but as in in terms of like taking down smash it's 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 a far cry from that i don't have the sauce i don't have the secret don't sauce, sauce. <laughs> well i have, <laughs> now, I you, have yeah i'm sorry i have one question for you and this is completely silly but will shaggy go super saiyan and beat goku uh well he can go super saiyan the, uh taylor was going super saiyan uh, and if when you're in a team you also go super saiyan your teammate goes super saiyan oh really okay yeah, well, he, nice. like so maybe shaggy and velma them. together they can take on goku okay let's say super it. saiyan tom and jerry is sick i will say every <laughs> character in this game has very like unique animations and like their movesets are very like oh wow that makes sense for that character like i think they've done a great job with the animation part of this game because that yeah. is really like really awesome uh like velma's head gets big brained when she she like looks for clues and when she finds clues she becomes more powerful like That's it's nice. a whole silly thing but That's like cool. it, it fits right like fits nice. for her character so uh yeah i'm excited to play more that's all i got on multiverses uh fix your pricing that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> fix it. do it now yeah do it now all right, boys. Hour in. You ready? Move to on to the news. Let's go. <laughs> the news. Let's get into it. News for All the day. All right. Man. So have a seat while I grab some books from the library and tell you this week's stories. Because story number one, Grounded is getting a TV show. Obsidian's smaller project, Grounded, has seemingly exploded uh, in popularity on Xbox. The surprise Xbox hit is reportedly the latest video game that is going to be adapted for a TV series. This information comes via deadline, but has since been confirmed by Sarah Bond over at Xbox. It is expected to be an animated series. No word on release date or when it will begin production. Um, Ethan, I'm going to throw it to you first. What are you, what are you feeling about Grounded? Uh, I love Grounded the game especially when I'm playing with people I know and, you know, we have fun. Me and Garrett, Wayworn G, we played Grounded a lot back in the day. Maybe, like, six months ago we got really into it. Um, so to see it come to TV is pretty cool. I'm wondering what streaming service they're going to go with. I wonder if they're going to stick with their relationship with Paramount Plus on this one or if they're going to move to maybe a, a streaming service that's more friendly to animation like Netflix or Disney Plus or something like that. So we'll see wh uh, where they want to go with that. I was kind of disappointed when I heard animation because I, I wanted something along the lines of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's what <laughs> oh, I was going to say. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Do a total 90 aesthetic, like an yes. answer to like the Stranger Things, but Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's where oh, I was going with it. So That'd be awesome. cool. That would be awesome. Cool. It would be pretty awesome. It would be really cool, but I bet you in an animated you know application, it's still going to be a fun watch. I think this is a great sort of um, you know backdrop for a story is, you know, people getting trapped in a yard super shrunk down I, i've always thought since i first started playing this game that this would be really good you know setting for a, a movie or a tv series so it'll be interesting to see where they go with it and i'm excited for it i was muted sorry uh yeah absolutely <laughs> I, I, so grounded is one of the few survival games i actually enjoyed oh. um 
Marcus McCracken in the chat says, I just lost video and sound. Am I the only one or is it my internet? I think it's your internet because I have the stream pulled up here on my phone and it looks good. So uh, maybe refresh that, Marcus. But uh, yeah, like I said, Grounded was the only survival game I was getting into. I played it with my friends. It was a lot of fun. Like, okay, we're going to build a giant base over the water, like have like a kind of a condo above the the ocean for (laughs) no reason. And it was like, all right, we got to go kill these spiders. So I think this has a lot of potential. I would either like a Disney... I don't know if it can go on Disney Plus. Is that I feel not. like it would be I feel like it would be really good on Disney Plus though is the thing. Yeah. It would so make like, sense, but I, I doubt so. that they will. Yeah, no, I d- I doubt unless Disney's been some... Disney's been streaming third-party like anime titles and stuff like that that have nothing mm. to do with Disney. They they're, they're Disney starting Plus? that relation. Disney Plus they're about to release a new anime. I think uh Brianna, one of our no limits hosts was talking about an anime oh, wow. earlier today well, that's going to be on Disney Plus. So, so we don't know who I don't think we know who's producing this. So maybe Disney could handle like the production it says waterproof studios slash xc productions um paired with a other couple of other production companies are going to be doing Mm. it seems like a collaborative endeavor gotcha gotcha okay disney and microsoft is too powerful together i don't know that's dangerous (laughs) that's too much like no no bro it's a a tv show it's a tv show what are you doing (laughs) Uh, no but okay so maybe netflix and the the usual customers then would probably be that that's where i would go yeah yeah, I think I sense. think this I think this could be good. Uh, if there's a Microsoft property that could work as an animated show, I think Grounded is certainly the one. Um, it can't be any worse than the Halo TV show, right? Like it, it's only up for here. Don't be too hard on it. Come on, <laughs> Kevin well, and I are episode. one mind of this this idea. Uh, the more I think about Master Cheeks, yes, and, uh, sir. <laughs> and that sex scene, you know, oh, I just man. Oh, it was awful. It was the most cringe moment on television, Ethan. It was oh, the most cringe here, thing here. that I have look, ever seen, look at, at least in my <laughs> recent memory. I, I stop bringing up legitimate points Stop it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no nick what do you what are you feeling about grounded tv shows this uh are you a fan of ground is this something you would see yourself or maybe uh some children watching so i know that obsidian has been working on this for some time i know that this specific title as a game has been a little bit of an uphill battle for obsidian to get a player base into their launch was kind of weak um i know that they were experiencing some technical issues but at the end of the day they ended up getting a player base in there so shout out to obsidian for you know doing a good job for that uh, i love the accessibility support that they've integrated in the game for the people who do have fears like arachnophobia or other fears of insects that they they've gotten in there so you're able to play the game you're able yep. to enjoy the gameplay with friends and it's just a great example of how important that is to the people who you know are you know the disabled community so i think that for 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 this show right here i i this is not my aesthetic it's not my kind of game so i never really got the chance to get my hands on with it um but what i will say is that this looks like a perfect way for netflix to continue down the route of acquiring uh gaming ip to put on their platform to bring in an audience. I think Netflix is going to try really, really hard to stay relevant in these next coming years, especially with the streaming wars kind of heating up as we see them right now. Disney Plus is very relevant. Amazon has been killing it for years now with the boys mm-hmm. and with Invincible yeah. and all these other titles. So if if 
all of these titles, I mean, we know that Horizon is going to come. I don't know if there's been talk on whether or not that's going to be a live-action series, if it's going to be animated. It does not make sense for them to do Horizon as a live-action series because I doubt they have the budget or the production company that could pull that off in a legitimate way. Um, but I think Grounded is a perfect medium ground, right? I think that it's not a very widely known, it's a little bit niche. Um, so I think this is a really good way that they could kind of bring this over onto their platform and have a charming story and have, you know, these kids have a good time. They're aiming at a younger audience. So I think it's an interesting look for now. Um, we'll see if they can stick the landing. For sure. Uh, you bring up an interesting point with Netflix. They're kind of in a, a bad spot right now, right? I think we just saw they lost a million subscribers last quarter, which was yeah. like four times the uh amount they lost in the previous quarter i've unsubscribed from netflix uh personally i I don't i don't really like their service that much all these days so will do you think netflix is the spot for grounded tv show do you think this would be something that would actually generate that sort of like interest or is this just another oh it's a it's a one-off uh television show for kids I feel like it may end up being more of a one-off. So while I think it would be good for Netflix to get more of that in, I don't think it'll be the thing that would kind of pull them from the brink. Like I can't see somebody being like, oh, I unsubscribed from Netflix because they don't have what I want. But yo, I got to catch this grounded TV show. This is what's going to bring me back. So I don't think it's going to save them, but it'd probably be good for them just to have more content in general. It was interesting with Nick bringing up uh, Amazon because I wasn't really thinking about that before. If you seen the boys they have that animated diabolical which is like a little anthology so good. which it's is really so good. good so i was like oh, i don't know i didn't really think of amazon as a animation you know hosting platform but i think it would work out there well obviously they have more money than god so they could definitely host <laughs> yeah. it yeah um so i don't know amazon it, it may fall on the amazon and be pretty solid but all i know is that if they do have the show come together on whatever platforming you know it is on I want to make sure that one of the spiders shows up with no legs because that was the funniest thing I ever saw. It was so like, funny. Oh, it's so like weird. Of spiders you just take all the legs I off. It's a floating it. orb. And I'm like, this is so much worse. <laughs> this is way worse than getting attacked. That's a, that's a Dark a Souls boss right there, <laughs> yeah. especially with all the textures still in it. And oh, yeah. Like find his weak spot. It's like it's a circle. What are you yeah, talking about? It's just floating up yeah. so high. <laughs> and real quick, Amon, shout out to Amon in the chat. He talked about how the Fallout series is also coming to Amazon yeah. streaming service. Mm-hmm. So they're, they have really a relationship there doing video game tv show publications so we'll see yeah Yeah, these next coming years we're going to see more video game like ips and titles across all streaming platforms than we have in our entire lifetimes um and it's going to be interesting to see what that does to like the media space and assassin's creed started it all y'all slept on it (laughs) (laughs) i hated that movie everyone hated it (laughs) i think you what you mean to say ethan is uh, the critical and commercial success that was Dwayne Johnson's Doom. Doom. Yes, Doom, sir. Baby, yes, I sir. love that movie, actually. <laughs> that was a great movie. Will and I both watched that in theaters. Incredible film. Uh, yeah. I watched it on the school bus on one of the on, on one of my friend's PSPs. He had the Wow. Yeah. He had the little the card that you yep. put into it. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I had National Treasure on the PSP. That's <laughs> oh, hey, that, that is a movie. <laughs> that is a movie to have on there. Yeah. Doom was almost worth it for the ending where you're like, oh, I'm playing in first person in the movie theaters. I'm like, that was fun. <laughs> Everything before that, I'm like, what, what, the, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Love in the chat also says, Amazon has Legends of Vox Machina. That's the anime that's for true. Critical true. Role. That's very true. Yeah. So, that was an incredible series. Yep. Hey, don't sleep yes. on Amazon.
don't sleep on Amazon. They got the boys. <laughs> they're they're good in my book. All right, they can do whatever they want. All right, uh, we can move into story number two. If anyone doesn't have anything more to say yeah. on Grounded, yeah. good for so guys, Discord is finally coming to Xbox. One of the most requested features is finally coming to the Xbox family of consoles, as confirmed by the Xbox Wire. Discord voice chat has begun rolling out to Xbox insiders and will be available for everyone over the next couple of weeks. The update allows you to link your Xbox and Discord accounts together and join Discord voice channels from your console. However, it appears the process may be a little more cumbersome than as expected, as you'll need to join the Discord Discord call from your mobile app and then transfer the call to your Xbox device. So, Nick, I'm going to throw it over to you first. Discord on Xbox. Uh, we're finally getting one of the major platform holders bringing it over. What do you think? I got I got one thing to say. Jim Ryan, where are you at, baby? Where are you at? You're not, you're not going to do anything like this on PlayStation, are you? I think they did actually talk about PlayStation. or I. It was Microsoft approached Discord, but I think there were rumblings of PlayStation also doing the same type of integration deal. Um, I think it's really cool. I think that having this this option that PC gamers have used for years and years now to have these quality voice calls with people who are in chat, I know that a lot of people have seriously been enjoying Sea of Thieves for a long time, doing Discord calls while they're in there. A lot of these you know, live service games. I know that a lot of Destiny players also use Discord and they just turn off the in-game chat in Destiny. Um, so it's been something that gamers have wanted for a long time that I just think that it's just been the writing has been on the wall. It's just been a part of the engineering team over at Microsoft and Discord to kind of like figure out and put the pieces together. So I'm personally really happy to see it. I don't think it's a problem at all. Um, I was surprised that, you know, when we're seeing this whole acquisition season and this whole deal where, you you know, you have PlayStation buying Bungie and then Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard and all these other companies that they didn't just go, OK, let's just scoop up, um, you know, Discord for a quick, what, $10 billion, you know, no big deal. Right. Um, I think that it, it is a good thing for gamers as a whole. And it's also a good thing for folks who don't necessarily have quality options for like headsets or people who like don't necessarily have computers that they can you know do things like discord i think that it's going to be a good option i know one of our one of our favorites uh in the community our favorite podcasters nave he does he does actual uh calls with us for podcasting from his series x and i think that now having discord is going to open up options for people like him who want to have that interaction with their community so i think it's a good thing i like it for sure um i I said, I think I tweeted this out that crossplay party is about to pop off, right? Like, oh, yeah. this is exactly what everyone's been wanting uh, because Xbox and PC have been linked for a while now. Uh, but the Xbox on PC app is not great, especially when you try to join from your PC and go into an Xbox party chat and do that. It doesn't sound good. It sounds pretty bad, regardless yeah. of the quality of mic you have. So for this uh, to be an option makes crossplay. And as we get rid of the lines more and more between Xbox and PC, where they're, they're creating this ecosystem, it just gets rid of the barrier of people not being able to play together. Uh, no longer will I be like, oh, it happened literally the other night. We were playing, uh, we were going to play Fall Guys with um, the, our our podcast uh, homies here, uh, Brianna Taylor and Aman and I were all like, okay, let's let's play some Fall Guys. And I was like, what are you guys playing on? And and Brianna was like, oh, I'm going to play on PC. And then Aman was like, I'm going to play on Xbox. And I have it on everything, literally like my PlayStation, Xbox next to each other, but they both have Fall Guys and my PC is Fall Guys. So I was like, 
well, I could play it. Like, I'd prefer to play on Xbox, but then we can't chat together. So I'm over here. I'm going to play on PC just so we can click. So, I, so just so I can sit here and be in Discord. Like, I yeah. didn't want to use my phone. It's th This completely will eliminate that. Like, I can just send the Discord call to my Xbox, and then I can be more comfortable over there playing on my OLED TV, playing on the e console I prefer. Uh, <laughs> Ethan, I assume you were trying to delete that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. We're making it, boys. All right. Well, just Bots are coming. Let's go. Let's go, mods. Let's go, mods. Let's, go, mods. <laughs> let's get this out of here. Uh, but I will say that uh, one question Chevrolet brings up, and I'll throw it over to you guys. Uh, will it work better than the mobile app, though? Don't want to get dropped every 30 seconds. So, Will, do you have any experience with the Discord mobile app? Uh, and you can give your general thoughts on this deal as well. Yeah, so I mess around with the mobile app every once in a while. I will say that Discord isn't like my main kind of way of talking, but from what I do interact on it, I have a good time in the mobile app. So it's been working out for me overall. I've done at least one um, like straight up recording as far as with the podcast with it, and it felt okay. Getting his stuff to work on the back end was a little different, but as far as hearing people and talking, it felt fine in the moment. And then just kind of general chatting with folks, whether they be like across the nation, across town, um, those generally work out very well whenever I just have to kind of talk to a handful of people. Um, but for the overall deal, I feel like the deal is pretty much a win across the board. Only thing that did throw me off a bit is when you were mentioning that, you know, you have to send the call from your phone Casted. to the Xbox. Mm -hmm. So it seems a little cumbersome. And then again, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know, though, because I'm, I'm on my phone all the time since it's 2022. And mm. at this point, everything is so phone connected. It'll be like, oh, you're trying to link your your Xbox to your TV. You're trying to link your whatever to your TV instead of going on there and trying to like unwieldy put in my email and put in my passcode. I'll just go to my phone, type it in super fast, and then I'll send the code that's on my phone to the TV. It's like 85050 and then it's much easier. So if it's something like that where it's almost second nature, super easy to do, mm -hmm. then maybe it's not that big of a deal, but it yep. does seem like an unnecessary step. So, so my understanding and for what I've seen is you'll go on your Xbox and when you open up like the party chat menu, it'll say, try discord on Xbox. So you mm -hmm. click that, it'll bring up a QR code. You scan the QR code. This is the first time it'll ask you on your phone to link your discord account and your Xbox account. Um, you need both mobile apps installed. Once you link it, then you just open discord, join the voice chat you want. And then right in there, it'll, there'll be a button that says, uh, like send to xbox and then beta and then you click that and it'll come up on your console so gotcha. after that it'll literally just be go into discord join voice send to your console oh, so cool. then it's buttery smooth from there so yeah, yeah sounds like it's, it's a pretty good win across the board yeah it doesn't seem too bad especially when the alternative is like all right well, i either gotta like plug a, a mic into my phone that doesn't have a mic jack which is a pain in the butt oh, like sad, yeah <laughs> um or i gotta go turn my pc on get in discord like try to figure out like my tvs over here how am i gonna play um i i think it's great ethan i want to i want to get your opinion but i want to yep. know we got the we got this on xbox do you think we're gonna see this on switch or playstation playstation yes switch i don't know <laughs> who knows we need Nintendo's. to which we, we need, need to, to. About to say but, if anybody needs I, it yeah i do want to say though is that a lot of switch games like aren't necessarily like a lot of third-party games that we would use this service for like a call of duty or something like that you know on xbox playstation and pc aren't always available on switch and it's not always crossplay. switch has a long way to go i think with crossplay integration with a lot of third-party games i think xbox and playstation and pc have sort of 
gotten a pretty good ecosystem going together with third-party games uh, in terms of that. And I think PlayStation is definitely the one that needs to have Discord after this. But yeah, this is a step in the right direction. I absolutely love this. I think in 2022, it's essential. If your game is on multiple platforms, you need to have cross-play at yep. some point. I think Agreed. it's essential at this point. And, and just to see uh, a chat service be able to go into it, I absolutely love it. Uh, Discord is, for me, the premier chat service. I mean, we all use Discord. I mean, it's a good service. It's a good company. It, it treats us well so far. Um, and and I think it, it's perfect for console. Now, obviously, the extra step you have to do, whatever, you know, it's something that you just got to do right now. I'm sure it's just going to get more streamlined as we go forward. Um, but, you know, I, I can't imagine that the PlayStation deal is going to be very far behind this. I bet you it probably this year at some point, PlayStation is going to announce that you can get Discord on the PS5. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun now that we can be able to, you know, link up and, and play games together and actually be able to talk to each other while we do it. Mm hmm. How, how how awesome because how awesome will it be like i know i use fall guys but like we're seeing more like back for blood was cross play yep. uh multiverses is cross play mm -hmm. cross progression like the fact that we're all going to just be able to be on whatever platform we prefer and then just go to one centralized location easily that's the thing we all we could all go to discord now but it's a pain in the butt it is yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I mean, I don't mean to cut anybody off no, or interject here, but mm -hmm. like for me, that's that's I I perceive this as the way of the future in terms of integration with party chat. Um, I imagine that there it's gonna be a complete ecosystem going forward in the future. Yeah. Discord is gonna be built in to whatever firmware that we're gonna get. I imagine if we get like a Series X Pro or like a midlife you know generation cycle from Microsoft, um, and we'll most likely see that from PlayStation. I know there have already been rumors from that. Um, the hope would be is that that Discord functionality is just built into that hardware. So if right. you don't even have like the ability to do the thing with the phone, like you can just automatically just log into your profile yeah. there and have that yeah. connect. I mean, we were just and this was one thing that I didn't get the chance to say at the top of the show. I've recently been playing Knockout City, which is a, it, it is a crossplay game. And I played with some friends, my friend Logan, who was featured on a couple episodes back. I was playing with him and his girlfriend. Logan was on this his uh, Xbox um his, I, I think, yeah, he was on the Series X and then his girlfriend was playing on the Switch and then I was playing on PC. Um, but we were able to jump into Discord and have a perfectly good time, turn off that, you know, in-game party chat and it was perfect. Um, but yeah, so seeing that functionality, I think would be really important for me as a gamer going forward. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about crossplay games. Fortnite, the biggest game literally yeah. in the world, right? Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the, that's good. It's, it's going to be huge. It, the, this is just... I think you said it best. This is the future. And like, if we do get full Discord integration at some point, I welcome it. Honestly, they could get rid of PlayStation parties. I don't like the party system on, on my PS5. It's it's not very easy to use. Like, I'm confused. They definitely busted the it. They busted it recently. It's very bad <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I don't understand how to use it. For I'm like, do I click this? Like, how do I invite people to a party? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very <laughs> annoying. Um, Xbox is easy, but like... I would much rather have the convenience of being able to talk to everyone that I want to talk to exactly. and play with yeah. people wherever they want. So. And even the idea of just being able to talk to your buddies while you're playing a game on your own, like yep. on discord, we talk to people all the time, like when they want to write something or when they want to do some study, you know, we just shoot the shit with them. You know, it's a great idea just to keep connected with friends while you're gaming and stuff like that, even if mm -hmm. they're not playing the same game as you. So it's wonderful to see.
Amon says Fortnite, aka the game Kevin refuses to play. <laughs> gotta play Fortnite, Kevin. <laughs> game, Come on. You, know, you gotta play yeah, now. Nope. So I haven't even done nope. it. No, thank I've you. seen the light, Kevin. I've seen the light. <laughs> no, Ethan, Fortnite. you haven't seen the light. He's well, accepted the you, promise. You've been brained <laughs> into the darkness. <laughs> oh my lord. All right. Well, we'll uh we'll look forward to that rolling out yep. to Xbox in the next couple of weeks. I assume other consoles are shortly to follow. Well, PlayStation, Switch. I don't know yeah. what you're doing over there. You got Real Bluetooth. Quick, Kevin, before Bluetooth we support. move on to the next yeah, yeah. story, I'll be right back in like a minute. So, everyone, okay, I'll be right back. All right. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on, and then he, he can come back. He yeah, he has come back in. Come back. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll, we'll do, do that. We'll do the thing. So, coming to Xbox Game Pass as we do twice a month here on Project X Talk, we let you know what games are coming to Xbox Game Pass so you can plan your gaming accordingly. Available right now, you have As Dusk Falls for Cloud Console PC. You have Watchdog 2 for Cloud Console PC. You also have Sins of a Solar Empire, Rebellion for PC, Torment Tides of New Numenera for Cloud Console. That's a that's a word. You made that up. <laughs> it's not uh, real. And July 29th brings you inside for Cloud Console and PC. Nice. So, Let's go. Uh, Will, Nick, any of these uh, piquing your interest? Oh, for sure, inside. I played through it, and I'm 100% ready to play through it again when it drops on the 29th. I really like that game. Same I'm here. a sucker for those side-scrolling, like Limbo, Inside. Um, I think Somerville is coming in soon so i'm looking forward to that as well but yeah, it's coming yeah, in. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of those games yeah uh as does does falls i that was a big question mark for me but talking to ethan earlier on the show about it about how impactful the story is and the music and how how everything kind of was it you know it really impacted him in that game i think he might have sold me on that 100 mm -hmm. also will mentioned this to me earlier Watch Dogs 2 being on this list you know i never got the chance to play watchdogs one is that a game do you think i need to experience the first no, game to kind of jump no. in and enjoy watchdogs not, not at all no okay not at all okay avoid nice. watchdogs one <laughs> <laughs> avoid that was my, all that was my very it. first xbox one game and i regret it but yeah you just play two two is fun okay perfect yeah, you could have been playing Rise Son of Rome. You're over there playing Yo, Watch Dogs. Look, look, I'm not going to accept the Rise Son of Rome slander. <laughs> no, I it's not slander. Okay, the good, good, good. Greatest <laughs> 900p game of all time. <laughs> of all time. Of all time. I got that, that on a... Games for Gold, and I had a blast with that game. I was like, why am I having so much fun? Lord Cognito. <laughs> am I wrong in saying that that was like a series, or was it a 360 or an Xbox One launch title? No, it was an Xbox, Xbox, Xbox One launch title. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I remember it being a launch title and being like, oh, that looks really good but then i just missed it completely yep. and then i saw something on twitter today where it was like a cutscene, and then he's like he's stabbing like the barbarians and he's like take this and it's just, it looked hype it it's, looks super hype if you i think it's on, it might be on game pass if you haven't played it i genuinely think it's a good game lord cognito okay. over iron lords uh he's the one that coined the greatest 900p game of all time but uh <laughs> my homie over there um yeah, I agree with him. I think it's a, I think it's a really good game, completely underrated. If you have a Steam Deck, I hear it looks beautiful Ooh, running at 60 FPS right. over I there. I don't and, have uh, a spare $500 laying around, but we're <laughs> working on it. We're working on it, Kevin. Uh, for sure. Um, did you give what game? Oh, yeah, you said As Dusk Falls. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll get into that now based on Ethan's review. Ethan. For sure. What, uh, you've, yeah. you've played a lot of these already <laughs> yeah he's on top of it he's say, on top of it. the man does not have a back to ask you what, yeah. what game pass game you're interested in but like you probably already got the hundred percent in know, sins of a solar empire rebellion no i don't i don't know what any of that is but as dust falls yeah obviously i talked about it at length at the beginning of the show so i won't get crazy into that 
download it, play it. Um, Watch Dogs 2, I have about 90% of the achievements in that, so it's interesting. Uh, I'll be able to go back in. The only achievements I don't have unlocked are multiplayer specific oh, because gross. when I played it, the servers were pretty much dead because I didn't play it until like last year, and at that mm -hmm. point, it was an old game. So for it to come back to Game Pass, I think maybe the multiplayer servers will be a little more lively, so I might be able to actually go in and finish up those achievements. We'll see if I have the care to go in because i did get most of the achievements and i probably sunk 40 hours into that game so uh we'll see but i think watchdogs too if, if you're a fan of ubisoft titles especially or any open world i think this is a great game for you uh it's it's a great addition to game pass it's a fun world to jump into um and there's a lot to explore so uh yeah i i definitely recommend watchdogs 2 over watchdogs 1 so sure. ethan i was i was you were talking about maybe the servers will be alive again and i was like does he not remember the story we talked about last week just recently of ubisoft, of ubisoft shutting down servers so I, I know quick, i quickly just googled watchdogs 2 wasn't on the list that doesn't mean it hasn't already been shut down at some point, but it wasn't on the current list. So maybe your it's dream still is still alive. alive. <laughs> it's still alive for now. For now, you that was a great episode, guys. By the way, away. I love that. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. We had yeah. we had fun doing that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I said it after we did last week's episode. Like it was one of those episodes you walk away from. You're like, that was really good. Like it really we, got my gears turning about like everything that I own because I'm completely digital now. Same. I, the, yeah. the only physical media I own are a handful of PS4 games, and I started getting concerned as I was listening to you guys go on. But you're right. You're 100% right. That is where we're going. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll and see. for me, none of these Game Pass games interest me, uh, unfortunately. Okay. Um, okay. This this month has not been Kevin-focused, we will not, say. Not um, okay. <laughs> I did play one of them, my friend Peppa Pig, if you want yes. to hear my my thoughts as i said saturday for patron for patrons it is patreon exclusive because they paid for me to play that game um you're telling me you're not a power wash simulator fan kevin oh i've been oh, playing that too I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> let's go me and my wife have been passing oh, the sticks God. playing power wash yeah, simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been a good time. Good, good. like let me do chores in my video game heck yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> Over awesome. here making you you play crap games, Kevin. Over here playing Power Wash <laughs> Simulator. That's all I get. For, that's all I get for you. Lawn mowing Washing. Simulator. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had someone play Lawn Mowing Simulator. Uh, <laughs> they were well, upset I don't, about some of the mechanics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the yeah. quarter inch to three fourth inch grass cutting. All right, oh, right. I get you every right. time. Uh, drama, Absolutely. drama. All right, guys, let's uh, let's move into story number four here. And this okay. is a rumor. Apparently, Platinum Games has approached Xbox to publish its next game. The rumor comes courtesy of the same Spanish insider. For audio listeners, I'm doing air quotes insider. Um, who brought you the banjo rumor that we covered last week? Banjo! Um, Ecstasivist? I don't, I don't know. Claims that Platinum Games, the studio behind quality games like Bayonetta and Astral Chain, as well as massive failures like Babylon's Fall, has approached <laughs> Xbox to publish and finance their next game. No further details are given, but as many know, Platinum Games' last foray into Xbox publishing was with a game called Scalebound, and that ended quite poorly with the game being canceled prior to release. We also have the information coming from Famitsu that Platinum Games has confirmed they're working on new in-house IPs along with multiple unannounced projects for other publishers. Uh, Ethan, I'm going to throw it to you first this time. Platinum, Xbox, obviously we have no idea if this is true, but would you like Xbox and Platinum to come back together? Yeah, I, I think it would be a good partnership. I know they haven't been, you know, 
at their peak, you know, the last few years or so. But, you know, uh, if am I remembering this wrong? They were under the guise of Square Enix, right? They were the ones that kept getting thrown under the bus by Square Enix and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. So I, I it's good to see. I think Square Enix recently let go of platinum games so it's good to see them you know kind of get out on their own and i trust platinum games they've made some great things bayonetta 3 is something i'm really looking forward to the bayonetta series as a whole very excited you know so platinum games has a very good pedigree behind them they know how to make video games i just think they've been in the wrong sort of element you know for the last you know what has it been five years or something like that but Mm -hmm. um it, it'll be good. I, I'd love to see that relationship come back between Platinum and Xbox. You know, I know we keep hearing the rumors. Maybe Scalebound might come one day. <laughs> you know, is this a sort of a, a premonition to uh, a Scalebound hope. announcement? It's Don't probably give me hope. sitting on a hard drive somewhere for sure. It's oh, just stop. waiting, waiting yeah. for somebody <laughs> to know? pick it up. Who's who's to say? Who's to see? <laughs> mm. Well, uh, I. I'm going to echo your sentiments. I would love, and I think we've touched on this before, back when the scale bound rumors resurfaced. Yeah. I think platinum deserves another shot with Xbox. All right. They really let's wipe do. the, let's wipe the, the slate clean. All right. As long as it's not a live service title. All right. I don't want, I don't want them anywhere near live service. Cause mm-hmm. we've seen Babylon's fall. I know the one guy still playing it really loves it, but <laughs> it's not a, it's not a financially or critically successful game. Uh, it cost Ethan the fantasy league. I'm just yep. saying. I don't know. He randomly grabbed it. Yeah, he's just a flopper. He had Elden I mean, these Ring. Are the, these are the guys that made Near Automata for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, they they're good. We we got to trust them with this, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't. I'm not a Near guy, but they've made other games I really like. What, I know. Kevin? I know. Oh, we're gonna take. talk about that. Near, later. Near <laughs> we're gonna talk Kevin. about that later. Yeah, that you gotta one. stop what you're playing right now and play near. I tried playing. Near, I've tried playing near uh, Automata, but uh, it didn't uh, didn't click with me. Uh, Sam in the chat just wants to correct us. Says Platinum were owned by Square Enix. They just collabed for Babylon's Fall, which right, very true, mm-hmm. very true. Um, I think Xbox deserves to give them our shot. Whether it's scale bound or not, I don't really care. I as long as it's the team that makes the quality games, because uh, Platinum seems to be divided into a few teams here, and you either get, uh, you know, the the C team or you get the A team. And right now, I think the A team's <laughs> over with Bayonetta, so maybe yeah, when, should they when, better be. gotta be when they're done with Bayonetta three. Then we we bring them over, maybe work on something for Xbox, but. Um, like Astral Chain, I really liked. I think Astral Chain is completely Astral underrated. Slap, dude. That it's was my so music good. of the year. It's Astral so Chain, when you're inside you. of that, when you're inside of the police station, I was like, I have no business so getting this hype while I'm arresting <laughs> people and killing <laughs> monsters. What's going on? Got that weird dude so in the giant good. suit right over yeah. there, the, the mascot. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, no, Astral Chain is great. So if they can hit that type of quality for the Xbox brand, I think not only will it be a good look, it'll kind of like, oh, Platinum needs a win, but Platinum, Japanese market, it's it's what Xbox is pushing for right now. We know they have a job opening for, um, I think it's like director of like opportunities in Japanese or something, like some oh, weird, some like I, I just saw that posting today. So we know that, and all their other things that we've talked about, Persona, Hideo, we we know that Xbox is really pushing, and this would just yeah. be another step into that market. So, uh, Nick, Will, I'm going to throw it over to you guys. What are you thinking? Uh, would you like to see Platinum maybe work with Xbox again? I am ready to be hurt again. <laughs> After they canceled Scalebound, I was like, I wasn't really super hype on it, and then it's almost like when they announced it wasn't going to come, 
I was like, wait a minute. No, I need it. <laughs> so right. I, I would love for them to do scale bound again or um, at least try it or at least, you know, bring something new. But it's Kyle in the chat says scale bound two. Let's go. Yes, let's yeah. go, Kyle. <laughs> skip yes. one and just go straight to scale Exactly. Bound two. Go straight exactly, to yeah. two. <laughs> Goat simulator status. Just skip the two. <laughs> But I think it'd be fun. Um, I really look forward to that because, I mean, we mentioned all these great games they do. Um, got Vanquish, Bayonetta, uh, of course, Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance, things like that. If they just take those kind of, you know, action high octane and you pretty much give me anything, I think Platinum's going to knock it out the park. So I would mm-hmm. love to see something like that on Xbox. Yeah, I think I think that for, for, this, for this specific, um, it, Platinum is filling a space that I think that the Xbox catalog of developers is sorely lacking. Um, this kind of fantasy style um, fiction, it like it blends into that like anime territory once again, where it's like just like Will was saying, high octane. It's punchy. Uh, their controls, their dynamics. We were talking about controls earlier in like the game mechanics, especially with platforming. Platinum knows how to do it. They knows how, they know how to hit that with every every piece of their titles that they've put together um i liked what i've seen of bayonetta i don't have as much experience with the game huge fan of astral chain huge fan of near and like both near automata you know and near replicant i think were major achievements um for for that developer for platinum and i think that for a while now they might be suffering a little bit um financially i think i remember there were some reports earlier that that was why bayonetta 3 was stuck in a little bit of development hell was just because of budget issues uh, but I think that this would be a great piece um, for Xbox to add them to their team. Now, I think it's it's good. I think for balance in the gaming space, though, I really think PlayStation would it would serve them well to say to make a very lucrative offer to Platinum and bring them on because I feel like a lot of the Platinum games also fit in with the PlayStation brand so well. So I'm surprised that there there hasn't been more of that. Um, but we'll, we, I think time will tell for, for this one. Interesting. That's an interesting. I know because Babylon's yeah. Fall, obviously, they worked with Square Enix, and that's a, a PC and PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Um, and it didn't, didn't go over well. So I'm not sure PlayStation really has the, the highest of faith in them mm-hmm. at the yeah. moment. So it could be a case of them, if this rumor is to be believed, could be a case of them being like, all right, well, PlayStation doesn't really want us right now so we're gonna go look elsewhere and see what else yeah. we can find out here and i mean um, who's to say though the, the failure in babylon's fall i think that that was a group effort it might very well be on playstation's head for them forcing production over the long term and in the fact that like they were like we need to get this out now today yesterday um that might have what ended up causing it to be a major flop in the gaming space so so who knows again but i yeah you're right there is probably some perception a part of that executive leadership team over there being like yeah we tried and we failed on that one let's look elsewhere so Mm -hmm, i see what you're saying and it's good for xbox too with their major push into the japanese market to continue to to encourage these developers to work with them and make exclusives and stuff like that. And, and like you said, platinum games hasn't really had a major hit recently. So maybe they're going under some financial strains right now. It's a symbiotic relationship. If they go to Xbox and they say, Hey, you pay for our development. We, we add this to your ecosystem and you know, it's great for both parties. So it'll be interesting to see. Get it on game pass. Win, win for everyone. Absolutely. Buddy. Right. (laughs) Game pass. Uh, Best that's all we do gaming. We just, we just show Game Pass, all right, for two hours. Shills. Microsoft, pay me. <laughs> I understand. I keep requesting the codes, and they don't give me the codes. Terrible. Like, terrible. Where's this relationship, okay? <laughs> uh, anyway, 
we can uh, we can move on to our last story of the day. And this one actually broke last night. Um, and I wasn't wasn't sure if I was going to include it, but figured uh, figured it'd be worth a mention uh, after reading it. So Minecraft will not have NFTs. This comes from The Verge. Uh, recently, Mo Yang Studios, the creators of Minecraft, put out a blog post and where they wrote. Quote, integrations of NFTs with Minecraft are generally not something we will support or allow. To ensure that Minecraft players have a safe and inclusive experience, blockchain technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside our client or and server applications, nor may Minecraft in-game content such as worlds, skins, persona items, or other mods be utilized by blockchain technology to create a scarce digital asset. This comes after some companies have created NFT implementations that are associated with Minecraft worlds, files, and skin packs. So my understanding is it seems like some, some people tried to make their own Minecraft NFTs uh, by taking some world files, skin yep. packs. Minecraft came in, shut that down. So, mm -hmm. Will, I'm throwing it to you first. What are you thinking? Right, so my first thing is, is it Mojang or is it Mojang? Okay. Is it Mojang? I believe it's Mo Yang. I think okay. that's what I've heard too. Okay, perfect. Because I was like, this is my first time hearing Mo Yang. I was like, my Fjord, life is a lie. Yo Yang. You know. I've been I've been saying Mojang my whole life, and no one's corrected me. You fakes. I'm surrounded by phonies. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a great thing whenever I see somebody kind of take a stand in general against NFTs. I am sure 100% blockchain technology NFTs have their place. I have not been convinced that that place is gaming as of right now. And from things that I have seen that get involved with gaming where it essentially takes something that we already see as a problem in gaming with those microtransactions and it just kind of blows it out of proportion. You know, I'm not trying to spend a thousand dollars on a, a video game sword just because somebody tells me that it's expensive. So the more I see things lean like that, the less impressed and the less convinced I am that they belong in gaming. So seeing a company, especially a bigger one like Mojang, when they have this Minecraft that is universally loved, take a stand against it. I kind of hope that that continues to help other developers and people do the same thing. Because I, I, don't know, I look at NFTs, I look at blockchain technology, and I just start getting flashbacks to when I played World of Warcraft and the auction house prices for items would get ridiculous oh, because man. people were like, oh, this is this is very rare and <laughs> difficult to get five million gold. I'm just like, I have to kill so many boar to try to get this sword. I don't understand. <laughs> and, and doing that with real life money fills me with dread. RuneScape too. Um, RuneScape. Yes, Decimating the poor ecosystem <laughs> over yeah, here. The ecosystem. Understand. Our economy's already in shambles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, what are you thinking? Uh, my, I echo everything that Will has said about it. I think that NFTs do not belong in gaming. Um, I feel like they, they lessen the gaming space as a medium. Um, I think that right now, especially we see the rise of cryptocurrency and Coinbase and all of these other alternative economic platforms that people have been utilizing and leveraging the blockchain to do. Um, I think that they have been using their investor brains to look and peer upon this multi-billion, maybe trillion dollar gaming industry um, and saying, hey, that's like that's that those are blue waters. Those are untouched waters that we can go into and we can um, exploit gamers because we know that gamers aren't discerning. We know they'll buy whatever, right? Wrong. I, I feel like gamers probably are some of the most discerning uh, consumers of media. And I think for the most part, okay, I'm, I'm painting <laughs> with broad strokes here, right? But I think that for, for a while that we, we've seen this kind of creep 
into the gaming space exactly like will was saying with microtransactions and everything that's been going on there we just now have gotten to a space where i think both developers and publishers realize that um you 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 establish microtransactions in a game up front and you make it reasonable and non-predatory for your gaming base your consumer base um, and I think that NFTs are inherently antithetical to that uh, notion in and of itself. So I think that for for where we are right now, again, maybe this might be something that we'll see in the future. Maybe it could be something that makes sense. Um, I just don't think that we see the value and mm -hmm. where of them coming to games right now. And I don't think that they enriched games in any meaningful way. And that's really what I want. I, I want just new technology that's gonna enrich my experience in gaming. Like I wanna see progress more in VR. I don't wanna see people take pictures of monkeys in video games that make me pay a thousand dollars for it, right? Um, you know, I, I that's that's really where I stand with it. And I don't think that my mind's gonna be changed uh, for, for but now. there's only one of them. The, the other, exactly one of them. until that server shuts down and then the thing that you owned you now is completely worthless and you can't give it to anybody and oh, then maybe send digital things aren't worth anything <laughs> <laughs> oh, my i see boxes. that full circle argument i see that full circle yeah. argument ethan yeah. i love it i love uh, it uh it's kyle in the chat says and this is in response to what will was saying uh that's literally what has ruined the fantasy star online 2 and new genesis marketplaces P because people farm in-game currency with bots and inflate prices yeah um no, I uh, I'll throw it to Ethan after this, but I I listened to an interview recently with the developers of a new game that's going to be called Ashfall. And I don't know if you guys are are familiar with with this uh, press release came out a few uh, a few weeks ago, I think. Now um, there's some people that formerly worked at Ben Studio, PlayStation Studios, so they're industry vets. They've started out on this project, um, and their whole premise is they're setting out to make a game but the game is going to have uh and they don't use the word nft but it's going to have nfts basically they never say the word digital media attached yes they're going to have stuff where essentially if you uh, they want the game to also be a comic book so they're writing both at the same time and even though there's no no guarantee that the the game is going to be successful and anyone would want the comic book they'd be like okay if you own the game we can we can know that and give you the comic book right on the blockchain and then if you if you have the comic book that allows us to know like oh we we can drop others like rare items to to just you so like we'll be able to identify these players and like know what they have and give them special in-game rewards for having this stuff and like supporting us and i'm like okay i get the premise but also what if hear me out you just didn't do that and you just gave it to everyone. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, and my big takeaway, and I swear I have a point here, was they kept the interviewer kept asking us, uh, is Dustin over the last day? It was the same simple interview I'm talking about. You can go listen to it. I think it up for everyone. But he kept asking, like, what, what is the difference between digital scarcity and scarcity in the real world like sony making the Jotnar edition for ragnarok right like they're specifically just being like we're only making a hundred of them they could make more they're choosing not to so they wanted to know what the difference is between that and doing it digitally and i was like i get the point i don't think it works the same because 
people are Physic- too skilled in in like the IT space for yeah. recreation. Yeah, and and physical is like you have manufacturing call. Like you have so many more other parts that go into that specific thing. Whereas a digital item, it literally is a lot of the time for these NFTs. I can copy and paste that image. Like it's yeah. a it's a JPEG. It's a it's a PNG yeah. image. It, you just have a weird monkey with a signature on it, and you're telling me <laughs> it's worth money because you 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 made three of them in yeah. your little in your little thing. Like it's it's nonsense. Um, yeah. I just I couldn't get over the fact. And then you got into the the argument. It's like oh well, if people can sell them, like resell them, right? And people would obviously scalp them. Like, how would you stop that? And their answer to me wasn't satisfactory. They said, well, scalping exists in the real world. So why shouldn't it exist in the digital world? And I was like, that's not it a does. good answer. <laughs> not a great answer. That's, yeah. that, that's not, people don't want, like, that's not what we're looking for here. We want to be able to get the items we want for our games because there, there isn't an, uh, uh, there isn't a limited amount. We should be able to get them. Um, so for me, I just I can't see a use case scenario. The first developer to show me a use case scenario where NFTs benefit me, benefit the game mm-hmm. in some way, great. I'm I I'm waiting. I'm open to hearing it. I have yet to hear it. Maybe maybe in practice, Ashfall or whatever will be dope. Maybe it's gonna nail everything, all the promises. Maybe it's gonna work really well, and the NFT stuff is gonna be awesome. Uh, what you're saying to me doesn't fill me with confidence. So I, I'm i very much in the wait and see. I need to see this put into practice. And now I'll throw it over to Ethan. Yeah, yeah you know, NFTs and cryptocurrency, I don't think it has any place in the video game industry. Uh, what people want to do with their private life and their private money and their own investments, absolutely go for it. I really don't care. Um, but I don't want to see it marketed on a pl- video game platform. We, as the gaming community, have already sort of accepted the microtransactions as a, a necessary evil. And that's even something I wish wasn't part of it. But I understand it has to be there. And I don't want this. I don't want us to become comfortable with gaming companies marketing NFTs and cryptocurrencies to us. Like it, it's the same thing as marketing stocks to us. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Could you imagine loading up a Ubisoft game and them marketing their own stock to us, you know, on the on the home screen? I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. That's the route we're headed down. I, I 100% yeah. can see Ubisoft doing yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm absolutely. saying is yeah, I can see them doing it. Guys, prices are a little low this month. We could yeah. really use We want to get some investments like, up. Let's get that traffic what? going up. If, yeah. If you buy some stocks, maybe we'll give you an XP booster. All right. We'll call it even. XP right. Oh, God. But yeah, that, even. that whole future is horrifying to me. And I hope we as a community take a stand against it, both as consumers and as commentators on these sort of things. We need to take a stand against it. Um, in terms of specifically the Minecraft people coming out and saying we're not going to do it, I absolutely love it because Minecraft specifically is very much a game that's both marketed and consumed to minors mm-hmm. and younger yes, people. Sir, and sure. it absolutely there is no place for these sort of predatory practices when it comes to this game. I understand a lot of us adults do enjoy Minecraft. I play Minecraft every now and then, but a lot of the fan base is minors. And we see, you know, for example, Roblox is a place where it's mostly an audience that is minors. And there's a lot of predatory practices going over there in terms of, you know, monetization and stuff like that. And it's absolutely disgusting. I don't know if you guys have ever gone into like deep dives on the Roblox whole marketplace. And it's pretty damning. Um, I've, and heard, I I've heard rumors 
rumors about that. Yeah. yeah, it's really bad, and it has no place in the gaming industry. And I, I'm really glad that Mo Yang came out here and just said, "We're not going to do that. That has no place in this community." If if they want to make a rated M like crazy, you know, adult game or something like that, and make that have NFTs in it, fine. But just keep it away from the damn miners. That that has no place in this in this industry. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good good on Mo Yang uh, or Mojang, yeah. depending on. Whatever you know, it is, whatever you want to do, <laughs> One of Minecraft that. guys, <laughs> there you the go. Minecraft dudes. Yeah. block blockies. Um, <laughs> good on you. Uh, I think, yeah. Listen, until, like I said, until a use case comes out and it shows that like these are acceptable, it, like implemented in a good way that will benefit anyone. I don't see why they would like because all the information we have right now is negative. Like there, there's hasn't been any information that's come out has been like okay this could be great this i mean this we kind really of awesome. see it with digital marketplaces on steam like with csgo for example you know you yep. can get a knife in a random drop and sell it for a grand or something like that and exactly. there's artificial inflation for different things and there's a lot of corruption and you know bad things going on related to that especially and and i think the eu recently banned like loot drop boxes in video games or yep. something mm-hmm. like that there's a lot of different yeah. countries out there. Yeah. yeah actual legislation yeah and it's it's, nice it's there, there are people saying like this is really predatory, and so I think NFTs and cryptocurrency are just a different iteration of loot boxes that we mm-hmm. saw from the mid two thousands and stuff like that. Uh, it's Kyle in the chat it says someone once tried to use my email to recover their Roblox account. <laughs> weird. It was weird. They were desperate. They <laughs> just putting in random Roblox. emails. Put, help me out. Recover my account for me. please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, no, good on, good on Minecraft. I, I hope this sets a precedent for future micro for Microsoft Studios in general agreed, that agreed. we won't see NFTs because I think Phil Spencer himself has already spoken out that that's not something they're yeah, interested in, in implementing. Yeah. So good on them. I know everyone was worried that those digital collectibles and PlayStation's new reward program was going to be collect uh, NFTs. And I was like, I, I don't I never got that impression. I was very surprised when everyone immediately jumped to NFTs. Maybe I get have more faith in, in game developers. People but, just assume the worst. Yeah. Um, but that has been our show for this week, guys. Um Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, this yes. has been our longest episode in quite some yeah. time. That was a good That's what time. I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. This is this has been back. fantastic. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> for, uh, sure. you will, for sure. For sure. We'll have you back. Uh, we'll work you back in the schedule. This was a great conversation. Uh, spent, we went about an hour for each. So yep. nobody can say we're, you know, no, we gave yeah, news a little bit of balance yeah. here and there. there you you got to love to see it. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. Um, Nick, Will, could you please plug your stuff? Let people know where they can find each one of you and your podcast, Friday Night Gamecast. Absolutely. So we are the Friday Night Gamecast. We're, we're, we're both, you know, a dual co op. Yeah, co-op podcast episode we don't we don't talk about co-op gaming but yeah it's just me and will talking about games all the time you can find us on twitter um and our our ad is just friday night gamers and that's spelled n-i-t-e-g-a-m-r-z um if you want to find us on there also we're on every podcasting platform spotify um 
YouTube. Well, I'm working on your YouTube channel right now. It's slowly getting built out. So it's taking me some time, you know, trying to trying to work with uh, Resolve and all of that. So it's uh, definitely, definitely a little bit of a process. But you can find us also on Twitch, where occasionally we have been slowly working our way up to doing live streams of our episodes on there. Um, nice. And that's under my channel, Nikolai at night. And that's spelled K-N-I-G-H-T on Twitch. So you can also find us there. Very awesome. Everyone, make sure to go uh, check out their stuff. Like I said, the link to their podcast is in the description Down of below. this video. You have very easy access to it, so please go check them out. Um, awesome guests, awesome discussions. Love it. Uh, Ethan, where can people find you? They can find me at White Cedar one on Twitter and Gravy3448 on Xbox. Let's play some games. All right. And you can awesome. find me at The Muffin Mon. It's a 1 and 7 I and O and 7 A. Follow us at Save Game Media because, as I'm saying, Twitter hates us and they won't let me put the <laughs> in the name. Uh, yes. Makes it too long. But at Save Game Media, like I said, like, share, subscribe to this video if you enjoyed the discussion. If you haven't come join the Discord, please do. And if you want early access, to all of our content patreon.com slash save the game media exclusive content is starting to come out we got some more exclusive things in the works and we have goals all right if you want a nintendo podcast we need we're about halfway to the nintendo podcast goal all yeah, right so if you right. go over there drop us a few bucks nintendo podcast can come your way let's go um, then we, we have a we have a gaming fitness one as one of the goals we have a comic book corner club that aman yep. will do if we there's, <laughs> there's goals people right and they're not they're not lofty goals all right so why don't you head on over there see what you can do we appreciate any support thank you and until next week we'll see you goodbye have a great Peace. night bye